This right here, this is really cool. The heat ball sneaky grab, five bucks to play. And ideally, essentially what you gotta do is get this key to unlock the shoe of choice. And if you happen to do it correctly, walk out with a pair of flyers. Oh, those are pretty nice, man. Right? Look at those little, little ones right here. Yeah, they got some real unique shoes in here. Nice. For five bucks, five bucks. It's a nice shoe. What do you think, Mike? What is that, like a boot? Or is that like a snow This boot? is if you are an astronaut going into space. That's like a... These are the boots they give you. That's insane. What, would you, what, would you, what price have you put on this? Who, me? Yeah. I would say that that beautiful piece of art is $1,300. Close? A little lower. Heat ball price? $950. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not what it is. You don't go to champs to get stuff like this. Hmm. These are worth about... $50,000? Wow. You gotta do a selfie reaction for that stuff. Yeah. $50,000? This, this year alone, this is a cosplay right? I hope you got some dope gears out. Mm-hmm. All our like, Supreme stuff. Mm. We got like a Travis corner. We, oh, have, we have more stuff over here, but it's totally awesome. Yeah. You got the Reef Pops too? Yeah, the Reef Pops are all the Travis <laughs> stuff here. Oh, that's hilarious. Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, dope. And obviously a UFC championship belt, because why not? Why not? You could bring that home. <laughs> yeah, this he is just worked out harder. That's, um, sorry. Kanye West, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. And what's, what's the price I go home like that? But uh, Snow Allegra is fucking amazing. Snow Allegra? Snow Allegra amazing. Man. She's um, Iranian, mm-hmm. but from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And dude, she can sing the lights. Do you listen to her at all? Snow Allegra, no. Um, Mike, you listen to any of her? Have you heard any of her? Uh, I've, heard, <laughs> uh, I've heard her hit song, Insurgent. 
Okay. Insurgent. Thank you, Moon. Is that the one? Nope. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> if she's saying that, I would not be a fan. <laughs> I thought it was snow. Mike's, Mike's remix. It feels like it's been a minute, right? It has been. Has it been? Yeah. Let the people know. Let them know. High Phrase Podcast. A-L-A-T-E. ACDJ in the place. Bah. And very special guest in the place tonight from Heat Vault. Darren Faye. What's good, Darren? What's good? What's good? Thanks for coming through, man. Yeah. He's got a famous name, eh, Darren Faye? Is it? Yeah, you know that? No. You didn't know that? No. I... Darren Faye is a sportscaster for uh, TSN. Oh, but how's the last name spelled? Don't know. F-A-Y-E, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Oh, maybe. It's different. Yeah. And as you can see, we got these gorgeous pieces on the table here. I'm, I'm, I'm a kind of a shoe whore, so it's making me a little envious. Okay, so I all... <laughs> Full disclosure. Yeah. Because here on the high... Uh, <laughs> you forgot where you are. Wait, hold on. <laughs> where am I again? We're super professional. It's the chronic. High phrase. Uh, on the high phrase uh, podcast here, we like to be fully transparent. Yeah, we're pretty transparent. Right. Yeah. We were, if we were any... More transparent, we'd be Mike Pence, Ooh. right? In tone, tone-wise only, tone. Mike Pence. <laughs> tone-wise, tone, yeah. see-through, transparent. Kind of nasty. Um, I'm a little you can see his capillaries. Um, I don't like cults. Okay. I've never been a cult guy. You know, get me in a fucking single sport, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Get, no church, never. No. Okay, yeah. And that's only when I was in jail. I went to church. That was to get... Hot chocolate. <laughs> I've never been into cults. I've never really understood the fascination mm. of collecting. L- let me ask you something. Yes. Is joining a group a, a cult to you? <laughs> Good call on that one, Mr. Faye. I mean, there's into you know the what suburbs I mean? like this. Yes. <laughs> These intellectual fucking propositions. Right? Right away, too. All right. Well, you know what? You're right. Joining group like a Facebook group or something like joining joining social media is basically cultish. cultish, it's a cultish. Right? Yeah. So tonight is an education for me. Hmm. It is an enlightening, perhaps. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, the, the thing you could do is you could have uh, all of the foster parents who have bought me shoes over the years. You could trounce them in through the front door. Shout out to those foster parents. Right, foster parents, and say, Mike, all the beautiful shoes you should have kept and collected when the ministry <laughs> bought them for you. Huh. You should have collected them. We'll right? touch. We'll, but we'll touch, we'll base, touch on base on that. Tell us yeah. what you got here. Do you, do you remember getting some gems though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. I used to. Uh, I used to get a three hundred dollar a month budget for clothes. Wow. Wow. When I was a kid in wow. 19, in the nineteen eighties nineties. That's a lot of money. I, yes, I dude. Yeah. And that was the Ministry of Social Services just trying to shut me up. It's like <laughs> hush money. And I'd go out and I would buy kick ass shoes, dude. That would be the thing. As a nineties kid, it was all about the kicks. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I just sure. wish I would have kept them. Now I had no idea that it was going to come to this. Yeah. What made you start doing all this? Um, honestly, I think Arif knows a bit about this. We used to work together. Yeah, back in the day. Back mm. in the day. But I used that, um, that mall in, place? In Kokoma Center. Oh, tell us. Um, We're your Telus kid. Yeah, I mean, I, I've always had something to do with sneakers growing up. Uh, it oh, was the, more uh, appreciated the culture. Yeah, it was more of like 
watching Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, yeah. like um, Fresh Prince and watching MJ play. And, and not to mention the commercials back then growing yeah. up. There the was actual were... dope Nike commercials yeah. back then yeah. on TV, right? Yeah, I was just fascinated with sneakers in general growing up. Um, one thing that really stood out to me was Arif talking about his Jordan 11 Cool Grace. <laughs> 2010 my favorites. my favorites jordan 11 cool grace <laughs> yeah i don't know why but that just still resonates all these years uh throughout the years you know honestly it's still my favorite pair was yeah. that the gray and blue or the gray no and it's what, it's, red? it's like it's this shoe mm-hmm. but in gray yeah like I never saw dark those. gray um i'll bring them out i'll bring them out so yeah. yeah and i guess i just i just wanted to start something yeah yeah start something that no one no one else had in Vancouver. So at the time, there was not. There's, no one was collecting in Vancouver. No one was really collecting. No. Nah, the scene wasn't popping like that. You can just no. walk in a store and mm. just buy a pair of shoes mm-hmm. and call it a day. Yeah. Now you have to go through raffles. You have to go through lineups. Yeah. No you kidding. have to buy like second hand, not not second hand, but secondary markets. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very different culture now. Yeah. yeah you 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 got he felt just kind of like the first real shoe head culture creator in the in lower mainland yeah i know of some individual collectors that are really keen on this stuff but overall for like a place and a presence Mm -hmm. yeah you guys represented early yeah early early yeah um really started with i was in vegas back in 2013 um there was lots of stores there like what he vault is right now sure and it was this machine you guys saw the machine (laughs) um it was called um, Urban Necessities in Las Vegas. Hmm. I spent fifty—I don't remember—fifty, hundred fifty dollars. It was five bucks a play, oh, right? Shit. Just to win a pair of shoes, yeah. because it was something that I always wanted yeah. in that machine. Yeah. Five, like ten minutes later, I spent like you know yeah. fifty bucks. <laughs> Seventy-five dollars later, a wow. hundred, and then I was like, I spoke to the owner. Mm-hmm. I was like. Did you did you come up with this idea? He's like, yeah. Um, I'm killing it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> these are all knockoffs. I I, I I came back to Vancouver. I did marketing research at that time, and I was like, let's uh, let's go back to that Las Vegas store and uh, ask him if I can bring that machine here because no one had it in in Canada. Yeah, nothing. No like one it. had it in Canada yet. So. Um, yeah, that was the beginning of Heat Vault, really. That's crazy. Well, we can always talk about that later. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it now. We'll talk about it now all the time. Yeah, it's a cool concept. So uh, what people saw in the video right before this, if they're watching, um, they saw your shop. Yeah. Right? And they saw that uh, machine there. Mm-hmm. How many people win at that machine? I would say What's a month. percentage? A month to a month and a half per person. Oh, that's not bad. Um, Pretty good odds. That's good odds. That's in low and medium. Yeah. So the top, the top would be about three months. Uh-huh. It really depends how many people play. It's a challenge, eh? People must yeah. love that, though, dude. This, like, the rush. So, I mean, someone won back-to-back once. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, someone won a pair of shoes, and then he won another pair of shoes. <laughs> did he ban his ass? And he only, like, spent $10. <laughs> he so knows how to like, play the game. Did you block his ass? Or? No, no. I just, it's like counting you know. cards. You must sweat, though, when you see him. It's like seeing some giant dude roll into the buffet. You're like, oh, no, all you can eat. <laughs> Uh, about to get murdered. It's it's more of like the community thing. It's like you know what you win. That's cool. It's yeah. more publicity. Mm-hmm. Um, come try it. You know, yeah. keep mm-hmm. playing. 
try try your luck. You almost need to put a camera in there, and See so as people are like, as they're like, mm, and you get those like that look in there, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you uh, and then you post that on your social media. That'd yeah, be dope. So then that way, then people will come on. It's like speakers corner kind of nonstop ideas. This guy nonstop, oh, yeah, nonstop no, ideas. I fall, no fall. <laughs> But okay, so it's been a minute since we've been in this room, and a lot of stuffs happened yeah. from the last time we talked. Yeah, and uh, we would be remiss if we don't mention DMX. Yeah, and before I we get just, deep, deep into, and I want to say like for everyone why they wondered why there was a skip is because I had a freaking panic attack that lasted six days. Scary, so I Scary get these really panic attacks once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's usually when I, um, I'm asked to do yard work <laughs> or help somebody move. No, I'm just kidding. But it's happened before. Well, here's the thing. Uh, like you, t- you tell a lot of stories yes, on here, and yeah. people don't understand sometimes because you laugh at the shit that you talk about. Yeah, I do, I do. That you went through it. Yeah, I really do. I'm not lying about anything. I yeah. Guess. So because I, I had a friend uh, approach me, he's like, "Hey, man, Mike always talks about prison. Did he actually go to prison? Yeah. Like, dude, he's got a fucking book out yeah. where yeah. he tells people about yeah, this experience. It's, yeah. But it's yeah, I, I think because life. you laugh about it, people get the impression that you're not really going through it. Here's here's the common myth. In my old life, the old, like, that old, the old guys, you know, the guys, uh, nothing's ever serious. We laugh at everything. Like, I've literally known guys who have beat somebody up. A ha, 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 ho, yeah, ho, get shit. a kick out of it. I've You're like, Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you grow up with that. You grow up learning that um, it's only serious when it's serious. The mm-hmm. rest of it, it's like, if you get through it and you make it here, like, then you can laugh about it. Because yeah. all you can do is laugh about your past, right? You can't yeah. take it serious. Mm-hmm. But for those of y'all watching, man, yeah. Mike's, Mike's got some shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to always break down stories. It's going to be a good movie one day. I'll be that old guy telling stories. <laughs> Making movies about it. Why not? First time I heard DMX, I <laughs> was in juvie. And Damn. it was from a guard who <laughs> said the new DMX album just dropped. Yeah. Stop. And he's like, have you heard it? And I'm like, Who the, who's DMX? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, what is this, 92 maybe? Mm-hmm. No, I would, the first time he was on Wax was with uh, Mike Geronimo. Yeah. I think 95, 96-ish. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't drop, drop, drop until 2000, That's right? the whole Rough Riders yeah. series. Yeah. Was That's when it blew up. Because right? yeah. Yeah. Right. he came up with that single, Get At Me, Dog. Yeah. And I was like, oh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. <clears throat> Black and white video and shit. Yeah. But um, yeah, once he got on the Rough Riders, that that changed everything. Dude, it was so crazy. How many people I knew looked like DMX back in that moment? <laughs> hey, when he was or trying to look like him. Trying to look like him. I right? mean, I think the Pac had the same syndrome, right? Everyone mm-hmm. wanted to be like Pac, tie their bandanas yeah. the other way and shit. Yeah, I think yeah. one thing that really stands out is um, his his necklace. Nah, yeah, oh, yeah. Big, big he chains. always has this like big, big chain necklace big, that everyone wants chains. to like replicate, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's always something that an artist does. That makes people want to like, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. He 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 created an entire style of fashion with literally minimal to nothing on. Yeah, overalls, overalls, yeah. no yeah. shirt, yeah. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Half of his career is spent with no shirt on. Do you remember the first time you heard you, you heard DMX? X gonna give it to you. Oh shit! Okay, I think that was the first yeah. time I really heard his yeah, music. Yeah, yeah I, I remember. I, I have a cousin who's um, an audiophile. He's fucking obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah. He has a CD collection of like 1,300 CDs yeah, that he's yeah. trying to unload onto me right now because he has no space Don't in his house. It. I kind of want to because there's so many gems. Yeah. But Don't when the fuck it. am I going to listen to CDs? 
And what are you going to do with him when you all of a sudden decide, fuck, what I'm am done I with, with all these CDs? Yeah, so I remember the first time he, yeah. we, you know, the CD experience, you peel the plastic off, you open up the CD, DMX covered in blood and shit, yeah. and you put the CD in the CD player. And it, the first, the intro is like a chase, yeah. right? It's a really intense pace set from the get-go. And I was like, oh my God, blood pressure's up, heart rate makes you want to fucking yeah. fight. It's like riot music, <laughs> DMX and shit, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And I'm telling you, man, the Swiss Beats is, um, he's a Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you can hear some Middle Eastern influences in his beat penance. Yeah. That's some shit that you would hear in like a Bollywood film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all he did is put some big ass bass behind it. Next thing you know, you got the fucking anthem of the, anthem of the decade pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what was the real draw for DMX was the Tupac comparison that he really got a boost from. He got a boost because of his look, yeah. because of the way he dressed, the way he acted. He was kind of the younger Tupac at the time, right? Because Tupac, you know, had elevated his game to a different level. It was so, so corporate mm-hmm. that the streets had forgotten about Tupac, you know? And uh, and so here came DMX and Rough Riders riding motorcycles, which yeah. we had never seen before. Gangsta yeah. Not to mention three-wheel motorcycles. That had never been seen before. Yeah. The only other place yeah. was, in, yeah. was in Asian music videos where guys were <laughs> riding motorcycles and shit before. Mm-hmm. And that's where we basically took it from was Korea. Yeah. Right, the rappers. But, you know, that, that was just a thing, man. They created... DMX, what people don't give him credit for is that he created a uh, culture at the time. Mm -hmm. And there are very few rappers that create culture. There's ones that fit into culture, Mm -hmm. but there are very few pioneers of a culture. The ones that create trends. Yes, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was definitely one. So he was a part of it, but you got to give the the brains of Rough Riders, man. Those, those, the the family, the Dean family, man, they got some brilliant people up there. Because they kind of created almost a biker gang. They did. Right? And everybody wanted to be a part of the Rough Riders biker gang. Because, I mean, X was, he's, he got arrested all the time for driving without a license. So Mm -hmm. he wasn't really a bike guy big car guy right yeah. and the crazy thing to me is you see him on video and he's only like five six is he he's a little dude oh. a little. but what you see him on video and he looks like a fucking giant yeah. because his posturing his voice his, everything yeah. is so wild i think one thing we really missed out on was not having him act more yeah, yeah. i was gonna talk about that too yeah. um cradle to the grave great that's like something that just like pops yeah that's a great one Crazy talking movies. about DMX, yeah. His yeah. movies were great, man. It was great. Well, and he, he has presence, right? But yeah. the thing that I always think about is if Pac was alive, mm-hmm. would X have a career? That's true. Would he even have space? No. Dude, Pac I, was suffocating. Yeah, but I mean, think about this then. That kid still would have come up. DMX still would have come up. He would have been fresh as hell. Yeah. He would have been a multi-superstar. He would have been, a, if there was no Pac, he would have been a superstar. He would have been the street's first, like, real guy. You, you think if Pac was alive, X would still be popping? Oh, if, would they still be popping? No, no, if Tupac was alive. If, oh, if, like, would he? I, I don't know if a lot of people would have careers. I guess it's I, really I, hard to compare. It's, yeah, like, it's like comparing, hard. like, the, the people now. Like, the present ones. All these current rappers. If, if DMX wasn't around, would have, like... 50 Cent be around? Yeah, he birthed a lot of styles. X birthed a lot of styles, for sure. But the the only reason I make this comparison is because Pac actively shut down people's careers Mm -hmm. with his music. He actively said, fuck Mob Deep, fuck Jay-Z, fuck Bad Boy, and he limited their sales off of his shit talk. I don't think anyone else really has that power to 
cut someone off like that. I mean, I think Jay did it a little bit to yeah. a couple of people, but Pac was like, hey, I'm the only thing you're going to listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also think there was a lot of manipulation. Those are the early days of manipulating charts and manipulating sales. A lot and, of payola. Yeah. Like we were, yeah. they were having CD sales and, and you know, Pac would just murder them, right? Or be, kill, right? Kill. Just kill, kill, right? Yeah. And that's buying their own CDs. And shit. I think it was a lot of manipulating, right? But, um, but I think also, dude, like, you know, I don't know, Pac, I think if he was still alive, mm-hmm. would suffer the same fate as every old rapper. Because we can't cancel evolution. We can't cancel the evolution of, of our species. And we can't deny the fact that father time exists and wins 100% of the time. So eventually you get old and eventually this younger group of people come up. And they talk shit about you, right? <laughs> and they cancel you. So what about Jay-Z? I think Jay-Z's defied that if, already. If Pac was alive now, he would have been canceled by this cancel culture. They already tried to do it to Eminem. They would have got Pac on the rape shit and on all of his misogynistic lyrics, right, that he has. Too Short is lucky. For the record, he never raped anybody. Let's no, clear that up. I'm just telling you that they would fucking, they would be on top of that stuff, right? They would cancel him. I, I think he was, he was moving towards acting anyways. Yeah, he could have gone out of And uh, he was kind of, he always had a revolutionary thinking. Dude, it's a shitty, they'll try to avoid the fact it's a shitty it, culture. It right kind of seems they, like. They do this shit. It kind of yeah. seems like you're you know? not the biggest Pac fan. Why? Because I said the rape thing? No, 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 no. Just your overall sentiment towards Pac doesn't no, seem. That's not true. So you, you I'm are... not a cult fucking follower, buddy. I don't <laughs> like anything. I don't, I don't. Have Including the cult of personality. Anything. Oh, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, everything's cool. Like, yeah. it, it's fine. Like, Pac was a huge part of my growing up, mm-hmm. right? But do I sit down and listen to Pac now? No. I haven't listened to two Pac songs. Fun, funny you talk about that because ever since DMX passed, um, his music shot up 900%. <laughs> right? Fucking like, people. out of nowhere, people are like, I want to know I mean, what's going on. Okay, I get it. I get it, right? Like, you listen to it once upon a time. You, you know, he had his three to five year run. You kind of put the music away. And then something like a tragedy happens. You're like, oh, fuck. I remember those times, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. it's happens. always like father time, like you just talked about. How you forget about it because there's always like things that's new now. Yeah. And then it just Non-stop. brings back memory. Like, oh, DMX. Okay. DMX is on like TV. He's on social media now. Everyone wants to know what's going on with his like, yeah, his his world. The, right? the highest selling artist after death right now is oh, isn't it Elvis? No, it's it's like current person. It's uh, it's not Michael Jackson anymore. You mean like total album sales after death? Yeah, after death. I can't remember who it is. Alexa, who holds the most sales of their music after dying? Sorry, I don't have an answer. Shut for up, that. Alexa. Alexa <laughs> can't get down like that. Anyways, I think it's a rapper. Yeah, so, I would say so. I, I mean, there's Pac, there's I think it was Big. Pac or Big. It's one of the two. I, I mean, it. dude, Pac put out more music after he died than he yeah. did while he was alive. It, it cringes <laughs> so. me when I hear a Pac, new Pac song back in the day. Like when they're like, oh, new hidden Tupac song. We got it. Right? And then they drop it and it's like, oh, no. Man. So it's just, it's. So don't you like don't it. have any like um, this is interesting. You don't have any sentimental reverence, no, at all. To to what? Anything? No, no. Because I, I so we were talking about creation last episode, right? Yeah. 
about where we all come from, how we were created and shit. And we were talking, we were kind of like, he's like, when you die, you're fucking gone. That's it. Lights out, done, over with, right? Yeah. And I'm on this um, ethereal kind of like, no, we're the stars, we're going to come back to the stars, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're the same materials. And he's like, no, there's no fucking stardust. You're not, you're not made of this shit. What, why? <laughs> why do you, why do you why think, do that? I think that? Yeah, I'm just... Okay, no, it's fair. Yeah. Because, dude, I just am leading to believe more towards reality than <laughs> spirituality i lean more towards when i see a banana or i see a dog and it dies it becomes compost and i think that just goes i think that so you I, don't you don't believe in so like cold. no so my no. heart is hardening from no. the cold. i think that there's an opportunity to do it now don't get me wrong <laughs> I think there's an opportunity, but only very few will do it. Remember oh, the, right. You talked about Remember this. the Buddha, the guy that would sit in the, in the bush and didn't eat for like a year and didn't drink water and shit and he just yeah, sat yeah, there? Yeah. That, that guy reached a higher level of, of humanity, let's say, right? It's that next level. Those are the people that go. So the rest of us just fucking die. <laughs> this is so off topic. But, but yeah. like when you sleep mm-hmm. and then like you dream or like, you know, sometimes you like feel that outer thing coming out of you and looking at you and you're like what's going on kind of yeah, thing yeah. you don't believe in all that you ever do dmt well don't don't admit it <laughs> if you've ever done any kind of drugs yeah, it's to. just a manipulation of the brain and i i, I think that mm. our dreaming huh. and stuff are it's just it's, yeah that's a good point like glitches in the matrix it's just a manipulation of our brain i think of when your brain's in a like a dead state it's yeah. going to recharge and as it's recharging for the next day you just get a lot of flashing through a feedback. lot of images and shit that you've already seen throughout the day and it's just creating this dreamlike sequence it's like it's like you're talking about like interstellar yeah. okay so <laughs> but the, the god thing is just come on guys okay forget the god thing for a second are you not immediately impressed with yourself no. Like, forget what? forget I don't mean in the grand I don't mean in the grand scheme of things just in the immediate right now yeah, yeah. you see a monkey yes. right we're, we're essentially monkeys. Yes, you yes. look at a monkey, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, monkey does monkey shit in the mm-hmm. trees and, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we're that thing, yeah. but we can do this thing yeah. and create these things and sit in the setting and actually assess the fact that we can do this. Mm-hmm. Really no other creation has that ability. Mm-hmm. That distinction doesn't make you feel any different about what we are? It's evolution. We had to inevitably, inevitably get here. We had to. So it's, it's like the monkey that walked on fours and inevitably got onto two. Yeah. And then inevitably content, figured content out shift. clothing. And then inevitably felt shame. And inevitably felt all these things. We've evolved. Now we feel heartbroken because, you know, uh, little Kim, you know, <laughs> you know, or Cardi B, you know, twerked on the Grammys <laughs> with the other chick and rubbed their vaginas together. Megan Thee Stallion, yeah. Right? And <laughs> now we're all upset and wanting to cancel who, like Grammys, who, oh, I, I got to get upset. This is what we've evolved into. Interesting. Don't you see? Yeah, okay, so what, what about when evolution gets disproved? Because it's about to be disproved. Well, it can't, though, it's we, about to be disproved yeah, as a theory. It can't, though. It doesn't matter what anybody says. The fact that we can see. You ever look at a picture of somebody from like the 1930s? Yeah. And how weird <laughs> and, or weird shape their faces are? You ever see that? Yeah, Some yeah, of those yeah. people are still alive right now. Okay, well, whatever. You were weird-looking guys back in the day, 
right? But you see them back then, you're like, why is everyone so distorted? <laughs> it's because we've evolved out of this. We've mixed races and we've created beautiful brown children and Asian children, right? And it's everything's mixed half-breeds, all these half-breeds everywhere. So you think the beauty part of it... It's evolution. So buddy. you don't think that's more than just vanity, the purpose of our, our, our physical form, outside of just being... It's so evolutionary. Purposes. Evolution is so much the thing that you have to think about more so than religion. Spirituality is great because it's the connection that you have with something. I'm a very spiritual person because I smoke marijuana <laughs> every wait, wait, day. But you, but you said you're more in reality. I am than... in reality. Reality is I love to smoke so much marijuana. I probably <laughs> pray to fucking. Okay, if you're in reality, was... what do you believe in then? Uh, what do I believe in? You, I believe you, I, no, no, you believe for... in the, the banana just rotting right. compost yeah, and yeah. that's it. I believe in entrepreneurship. Okay. Huh. I believe in the the right to be able to find out what you're truly good at and, and live that life. I think that's your mission. What do you enjoy? What's your passion in life? Like seriously, that, all this other stuff is fluff, dude. Mm-hmm. And you know it as well as I do because you don't work for somebody. Mm-hmm. You own a business and you chose that because you wanted to be happy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you're doing something amazing here. We haven't even touched upon it, right? <laughs> <We> <laughs> this one, this one normally happens. Yeah. It normally happens. But, you know, you know, this is what it's all about, dude. You, in my opinion, are a superstar because you're living your fucking life the way you want to do it, hmm. okay. right? You know, my friend over here is on his way. Mm-hmm. So, okay, but now... And we talk about this all the time. Yeah, we do. I'm not even there at my pay. Yeah, I'm working towards it, right? But you're, 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 you're framing this through one specific prism, this capitalist system, right? If, uh, I don't if, think so. If money, if, if money wasn't the thing, yeah, okay. what would you be doing? I'd be doing this. Hmm. You'd be wanting to wanting to entertain. I'd be I'd be trying to grind it out to get some fucking notoriety, so we could actually make a living doing this. Mm-hmm. And I would be hitting up sponsors that don't fucking hit me back <laughs> in the hey, early we, years. We got a couple. We got a couple on on route. All right. I, on I, I'm not in the podcast world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I Entertainment. Guess, I, I guess. I guess it's. A, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. like the NBA, the Jump, um, whatever. All the smoke needed. is dope. Uh, all the smoke is it, yeah. yeah. Sneakers, sneaker culture, things like that. But I know Joel Rogan does it. I know like a couple <laughs> guys like do it here and locally. Yeah. Um, what what can like boost up getting guys, better? Getting guys better. Like you I guess. coming and bringing these shiny kicks on here, man. <laughs> okay. Straight up, having great guests. That's the number one thing. It's great guests, right? People doing interesting things. Yeah. People that are contributing to the community in ways that you don't, we don't really talk about and see. Okay. And uh, obviously, from what we've seen over this past year and a half since quarantine started, small businesses are not a value for the government mm-hmm. yeah. at all. They Every single small business could shut down and they wouldn't give a fuck yeah. because yeah. all they want is tax dollars from the population, sure. right? Yeah. So seeing that you have this really a niche marketplace in this city mm-hmm. to have a business this long running, mm-hmm. what would you attribute it to? Just passion really you yeah. guys are just talking about it, it right it's yeah. like you know yeah. i enjoy doing it <laughs> I, I guess dope. you've won that's bro. dope yeah I, I mean i just but the thing is like you got to follow trends mm-hmm. so it's not all about like in like black and white okay this is only sneakers you come to the store it's not like that yeah that's why i do want to touch on cards oh for sure um so you're an entrepreneur you have your mind you you gotta you gotta be like yeah two steps ahead yeah, yeah. um so that you you're always on track with what you're doing right yeah 
And you, you, did you go to school for business? I did, yeah. yeah. I, so you I got did. some background in business. Background business. So your, your education actually paid off. It did, yeah. but along the way to like where I had to get to, mm-hmm. there's small little glimpse of things throughout my life that brought me to where I am. Right, right, so right. So the one thing, one of the major reasons why I really wanted to do this was really Arif. Mm-hmm. Arif doesn't really know, like, back when we were working, there was a time where you were aiming to get your Cadillac. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. But the, the, the road, the journey to like get to the Cadillac was what inspired me. Right? That's like dope. whatever he had to do, like, you know, I, I remember he had like Ty. Mm-hmm. Ty's grown up now. I, I met him already. Um, but when he was <laughs> when when I was working with you, he was still young. Yeah, it's baby. You you still had to grind, but the grind to get the Cadillac mm-hmm. was what inspired me to be what I'm doing right now. That's, that's just one of the glimpses towards my journey of what I'm doing. It's good look, man. So that's that's one of the major like things that really wanted me to be here mm-hmm. to like showcase this, but also to give back and to like grow. That's dope. And I'm not only talking about just growing as like, oh, okay, you guys are going to do podcasts. Okay, I'm done here. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a wrap. After this, I, I actually wanted to like see what what is there because mm-hmm. my box is always open. Yeah. yeah. And it's not only like, okay, we're done this. Mm-hmm. We're going to advertise this. Shoes. Okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not about that. No, it isn't. No, buddy. no. So so this, this, is, this is a topic like we can talk about later on if mm-hmm. we want to mm-hmm. too because there's so many like like it's like a spider web and yes. you're just like pinpointing different yeah. things yeah. because you, you you're talking about someone that's coming coming into this podcast mm-hmm. next time that person can be a spider web to the sneaker culture yep. towards you guys mm-hmm. and then you know it flows that way right yeah. yeah so it's more than what what I'm trying to aim here you know, <laughs> that's I, what I'm trying I to totally like understand yeah, what you're saying. yeah 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 and you so. know that's kind of where the future lies and this is what even proves more that you're a future thinker because <laughs> yeah. commune living and having a group of people that you work and you live and you eat yeah. with and yeah. you, like having big that's the future of life yeah it is we're yeah. going to get to that we're going to be soon selecting people that we want to live around for sure because this whole world's going to become a bubble man yeah, yeah. right yeah. and you know it's a, it's a good way to think and you know as an entrepreneur you know, what do you look for in this business? Like, not necessarily the shoes and the cars, but what yeah. do you look for in life that you add that you can add to your business? Like, what attracts it's, you? It's really more of like, yes, money is important, but I also learned that building relationships is also a key. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from building relationships, there's also like fun things that people like all the time. It doesn't necessarily need to be sneakers or streetwear or books that I brought or Mm -hmm. cards or anything. It's more of like being like, I don't know, um, putting a legacy in the city, putting a mark so that people are like, okay, this this has happened before. Um, That person will remember that, but at the same time, it's like, okay. Other people will follow their footsteps, right? Hell yeah. yeah. And then they're, they're, they're just going to continue doing like good things. Yeah, that's, that's how or it grows, if, man. If that's, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, it's more than like just a business or whatever you call it. And, and so that that's 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 it, to touch back yeah. to your question. It's not about the sneakers or cards. I mean, that's all my passion and stuff. Yeah. What's well, more of like making a mark. I like it, man. Yeah, so, it's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. really the truth. It's really the only thing you have in your life. Yeah. Is you know some people laugh at those statues that were taken down, and at one point in our world, those statues would have been made of gold Mm -hmm. for sure to the people that live there yeah Yeah. those were big ordeals like of course the kobe statue in los angeles you know what i mean like that's going to be there forever Mm -hmm. as long as that city is not underwater that's that statue (laughs) is going to be there right and they're never going to forget him right and that's all you do man and you know and what's really good about today's world is you can leave that mark like really deeply in your mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. you know with all the digital stuff and you know just all the connection we have for sure worldwide yeah right? well it's dope because i mean it's been a long time since we worked together like yeah easily close to a decade almost, yeah. right yeah and I, i've worked with tons of people over the years but it's, there's not a lot of people that once they leave you still keep in touch with the communicate course, with yeah. Yeah. and we always kept in touch and we yeah, always communicated because yeah. we always we always got along right of course and it was outside of what we talked about at work Mm-hmm. We all, we always had mutual interests outside of work because yeah. we were basketball. Yeah, basketball yeah, we always talk about stuff like sneaker that. culture. Yeah, so it was all kind of like it was really easy, really mm-hmm. easy to kind of make this come together because I've always been a fan of what you guys are doing. My kid is obsessed, <laughs> obsessed, dude. You don't even know. Really, his bedroom is just lined up with sneakers, and it just grows and grows yeah, and grows. Yeah. This is this is never going to end. This culture is never going to end. Yeah. and these right here are two of my absolute favorite shoes um why don't you give people a breakdown of what what that is um okay so basically this is a countdown pack Ooh, you're going to learn today. Do you know how nervous I am around these shoes? You have no idea. I'm a big klutz. Like, I'm, I'm looking okay. I have nothing here to spill. No ash. I was no making ash. sure the beer and that. Oh, God. So this Ooh. is a, a 2008 um, countdown pack. Oh, it's wicked. From the Jordan oh, Jump Man. Jordan. Um, so when, what year is that one? 2008. 2008. This is one of the boxes that you don't see. Dude, look at this shit. Um... <laughs> Look at that. Right? Beautiful. This is like, yeah, this is, you don't see this in stores no. anymore. Nope. That's dope. Um, it comes like that. It Come has on, Michael Jordan's <laughs> signature. That's you know, he's awesome. like Jordan ambassador. This Thank is your you. private collection. This is my private collection. One of, one of my favorite ones that I, did you get this brand new? I got this brand. This is still brand new. Uh, yeah. 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 I just got the box is, just like, the box you, is born. Yeah, when you got the box, because you've opened it so many times. So you could see you've shown it <laughs> off a lot. Let's let's say I saved enough money working for TELUS to buy these. Damn. Wow. Damn. When I was working with Arif. Wow, Arif, man. <laughs> so thank you for hooking them <laughs> up like that. So what would you say? If someone, if a collector decided to offer you, yeah. what would be a fair offer in your mind for to his buy collection? This? No, no, for this. Because oh, this is which these, shoe is in there? Is it this, a double pack? These two. Yeah, this is a double pack. Oh, it's sorry, double pack. Um, yeah. it's oh, it's uh, shoes that Michael Jordan actually won in. Um, oh, he wore the playoffs. Them. Wow. Well, he didn't one, wear these. He won with these he won shoes. Silhouettes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was wearing these shoes when he won. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-seven and nineteen. No, sorry, ninety-six and ninety-seven. Wow. So yeah. what what would be the fair number? Oh, that would man. make you be like that. You're comfortable giving them away now. I would say, I don't know. Was man. he playing in Washington in 2008? Yes. Yeah. That was his he last. Was, that was last in the NBA. Year. Yeah. I would say, a good five to six thousand. 
Five to six. Five to six Gs, yeah. Damn. Now, the real question is, I'm totally going to ruin the value. Have you ever put them on? I've never put them on. They're still brand new. That makes me so sad. The gums are still good. It's, it's, yeah, I mean. Sort of wear them out. Yeah. If someone wore these and was like, beautiful. A thousand dollars would just instantly be gone. It'd be gone. Yeah. Damn. So if they wore them to a game, they just sported it out at a game. Yeah, no. It's maybe 2,000. Did you you hear what he just said? The depreciation. Yeah, the depreciation of this. Even if you like slip it in. That's it. That's it. That's so because cool. there's <sighs> fluffs around and there's just yeah, like creases right. right. around yeah, and things yeah. like that. So Dude, this is pristine. <laughs> the fluffs <laughs> is beautiful. Is yeah. Beautiful stuff. So Damn. That's really sick. So um what what what's your favorite shoe? These like, are know, these shoes. are these are your favorite Yeah, ones? these are Jordan's uh, your favorite shoes? Jordan's are my favorite shoes, yeah. yeah. Same. Jordan, it's a bad habit, Joe. Just, this is, it's bad. Who else had? Who else had some good shoes that you remember that you really liked? Like um, we're talking basketball players. I would say Vince Carter. Vince oh, Carter. Vince, Vince Carter had his and ones back in the day. Oh yeah, the and um, ones. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. those. Kobe. Kobe had a. The he was. Yeah. He was with the Adidas. Adidas, and there was the Crazy Eights. Yeah, that was out back in the day. Uh, Tracy McGrady had the T Max. Those were. Yeah. Oh, and Iverson. Iverson i3s. What about those? I3s. What about those pennies? The Reeboks. What about the pennies? The phone posits. Yes, oh. the, the the pennies were good too. Like, oh, I wish I wish I had kept those pennies, man. How much would those pennies be worth now? They're worth about eight to a thousand right now. Really? Yeah, yeah. I could have just tucked them away and some. Just tucked them away. See, the, my <laughs> problem is I can't I can't just hold them. I have no. to wear them. Yeah, I have to wear them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I none mean, of my shoes are um, any value right now. The shoe that you're wearing right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they came out with it. They re-released it. Mm-hmm. They had them back in 2013 um, with the black tongue. Right, right, right. Uh, these, the ones that you're wearing right now, mm-hmm. they're about they're retail right now, mm-hmm. right? Because it's it's still in stores and things like that. Yeah. But if you're going back to 2013, those shoes are worth like triple the price of these right now. Damn. Just because it's oh. a 2013. Can I tell you something? Shoe. Honestly, when I was. I was probably, when they first, first came out, I was probably like grade 10, 11-ish when mm-hmm. they first dropped. And I was obsessed, obsessed. Just yeah. stared at the shoe all the time. Couldn't mm-hmm. afford that shit. It was like mm-hmm. 270 bucks in like the late 90s. That's fucking expensive when yeah, you're a yeah, 16, 17-year-old kid. Yeah. And uh, I would just stare at them. Just could never afford them. Yeah. And when I finally got some adult money mm-hmm. yeah. and started buying shoes, I had to fucking have these. These are the only shoes. I know it sounds so, so terrible, so flaky. But these are the only shoes where I open up the box and I actually smile when I look at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are the favorites. Because they're so white? No, just because of the, the, everything about them. Because yeah. when they were first released, they it's were like taking your tarp off of your car. It feels, <sighs> feels like it. I know it's terrible for the summer say. and... That's what shoe whores do, man. We, we wow. can't help it. We can't help it. That's amazing to me. And what are those? Uh, I brought these because these are the latest Jordans that just came out. Sick. Oh, they just came out? They came Sick. out uh, a oh, week or so. Okay. So it's just, it, it just came Colorway. out. Colorway. Beautiful. I wanted to just uh, talk about like the difference between the older models mm-hmm. versus the newer models. Sure. And how like evolution, yeah. like you talked about, <laughs> has like... Why, why why were the shoes so bulky back then? Like, what was what did what's changed? Obviously, the technology of making shoes has changed. Um, what else has changed here in the? I would say technology, but a lot of people like the 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 older silhouettes, like mm-hmm. what Arif is wearing right now. Yeah. Um, and they re-released them, but I guess it's more of the technology. 
Because these yeah. look like, no offense to Michael Jordan or to these <laughs> shoes or anything, but these don't even look anything like the old Jordans. These are the, these are the oldest. These are the oldest. <laughs> these are like the old red ones they had. Back yeah, then. yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Number ones. yeah. These but are they, the number ones, but a different color. They and, just date, they just, the style just date forever. And there's a different patterning on it, too. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Right? Like, there's like a lot of. Different with the shoe knowledge. Well, I know this, <laughs> these things, right? And so, but so it makes you feel like. You know, this is like they're, uh, hey, we're re-sparking the, uh, you know, Dukes of Hazzard yeah. oh, no. movie again. And we're going to put two no, other jackasses in it. Flags The, the funny, th- funny thing you talk about is they never came out with this specific color until last week. Which is weird because he's yeah. Carolina blue. Yeah. And, I mean, he had different Carolina blues, mm. but not this specific style. That's beautiful. Which is funny that you talked about that. They, they're basically coming out with... Every single color they oh, can yeah. come out with, yeah. with with the same shoe, and it's gonna sell it's, like crazy. And it's gonna sell, it's and gonna the sell. prices are just like but skyrocketing. How does, it, how does that feel for a guy like you who has a deep appreciation of this art? Like when you see them coming out and just kind of bastardizing the brain, the brand here. <laughs> let's let's face it. Jordan is just like you know what I'm old. Take it, take it just all. Just do whatever. We'll let the kids. One point yeah. five billion dollars, Jordan. I got my Cuban sweetheart now, right? I'll just let the kids run the company. I guess I guess you just have to appreciate um, and evolve through hmm. through what has happened throughout the years, really. But there's like there's an a, emotional connection people have. There is an emotional It's so connection, much yeah. more than the shoe, man. It's so much more than that. the shoe. No, trust me, you're telling me I understand that. Yeah, you know, the connection uh, mm-hmm. with the, with something, right? It's intense. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I get it. The people people have that. But what I what I wonder though is that, you know, you as a guy that appreciates the brand, do you have you seen the best years of these shoes? Do you think? Like, have you are, have these shoes been? Because to me, I look at the old Jordans mm-hmm. and I'm like, dude, dude that's beautiful. Art. These are beautiful. Like that is like you. You have a good shape. point there because the newer. I mean, they they re released this um, in 2019, and the material and the way that they lined everything up mm-hmm. was messier yeah. than what the older ones have mm-hmm. because they took their time back in the day, I guess. The newer ones, they like what you said as yeah. well. Like Michael Jordan is like you know doing what he's doing right now, mm-hmm. and the company in general doesn't really care as much, and they just want to pump out numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a what multi-billion-dollar company oh, right now. Oh, sure. Jordan himself is worth one point five. Yeah, but Billy, we've had a good point in terms of like the nostalgic. Mm-hmm. feeling of having a specific shoe mm-hmm. some people would pay double or triple the amount just to get them yeah Outrageous. because they because they can't find it anymore it's it's a different <clears throat> culture now um like back in the day you can just walk in the store walk in Foot Locker. hey i want a pair of these cool here's your here's here's, here's your money um yeah. nowadays you have to raffle. You have to line up 24 hours Order in front of, like, Foot Locker. You got to know somebody that knows somebody to, like, People have these pairs. and shit. Um, <laughs> you got to, like, you know, grease that employee, like, $50 more <laughs> so that you can get the favorite. That's all it's, part of the life, It's, though, it's the it? lifestyone now. And we, we got someone. And we have people, someone like, like um, they do lots of botting now. Yeah. I don't know uh, if you've heard of botting before, but, like, they have like these computerized like the ticket bots things. Fuck yeah, it's assholes. like the ticket bots and they get like 20, 30 pairs of these. Bastards. Just like that because mm. 
you can't manually just like enter your name and click yes i want it anymore yeah, yeah. you got to fight these guys that's insane yeah that's you got to fight these these like i would say kids yeah they're just kids they're kids drop shipping everything drop shipping typing everything out Getting and they have parents. a lot of resources. Yeah, they have lots of resources. They have like their mom and dad's credit card. Exactly, <laughs> right? And Bastards. It's easy. It's easy for them. Yeah. And they like you know, but I'm trying to turn that around. Yeah. And I'm trying to like I do, I do a lot of buy sell trades. Trades is one of the key things mm-hmm. for the store. Mm-hmm. Because let's say Arif likes these pairs, right, or mm-hmm. this pair. He can bring his his shoe in, the older ones that mm. you don't even wear, and do a trade for it. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah when we were there, there were someone was doing. Yeah, a someone trade. was literally like trading something with me mm. while you guys were there. That's pretty dope. Oh, wow. That's um, yeah, cool. I remember that. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's one of the things that I'm trying to like change in this community. Huh. You know. Mm. So we're, we're, when you were of age when these were being released. You, you, know, you were probably too old at that time. Um, the shoes that were popping when you were in high school, mm-hmm. were you able to afford them? Did you own them? No, I, I couldn't afford so them. So you were looking at them I from... I was looking at them from like that rich yeah. kid like playing playing in an open gym with like yeah. $500 pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like how... Like, you know what I mean? What school did you go to? Riverside. Riverside. Yeah. Out of here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I'm always like admiring him like... Not really admiring him, no. more like, I shoes. want this shoe, I yeah. want that shoe. It was yeah. Space Jams. Ooh, right? Space it was the Space Jam yeah. shoes. Oh. Yeah, it's it's like this color, but yeah, in like blue. Them. Yeah. He was wearing $500 shoes back in high school. That was a lot of money for And for using me. them on the court. And using them on the court. Bastard. That's what I mean. How we didn't dare know. You. Nobody knew back then. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody knew back when then. When I bought my own first pair of J's, oh, yeah. when I was 15, I had a job at, P- at Playland, and I was buying J's right away. Yeah. I... I cannot tell you how many people you had to avoid so you wouldn't get jumped mm. in my area every, everybody was getting jumped oh, really? and you know what shoes were really popping and it sounds ridiculous but filas remember filas, oh, filas yeah. there was this purple suede fila there was a gang that only wore purple okay but they were broke ass so yeah. they could All only they could steal other people's purple shit yeah. so they were jumping people for their purple feelers. It was bad, man. My was area. the BK time. Kids get, yeah. Those kids, are the time to, during the BK shoes. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids got beat up a lot, man, for their, for their sneakers. sneakers. Kind of yeah. doesn't really happen anymore, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, do you remember that time? Were you old enough to, what year were you Feel born? Uh, 86. 86, so 86. No, you were, you were pretty young at that well, time. Well, doesn't, Riverside, yo, there's no gang violence yeah. out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, if, if you remember the news, like how people were getting, uh, remember about the, British Knights shoes. British oh, no. Knights. Remember those? The blood killers. I do remember. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Is that a reference for you, British no, Knights? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? They were going to school the master right now. We're gonna I will go any further the back. It's like, that's like a LA gear time. Yes. LA gear, yeah. Okay, so the, bro- the Bloods and Crips were popping off in the early 90s, right. late 80s, 89, right. 90. Okay. And uh, it was getting really bad, man. So it was like, if you were wearing Calvin Klein... <laughs> In the hood in Los Angeles, that went also for Crip Killer. Yeah. Oh wow! Right. So if you were wearing that in a blood and a Crip saw you, then that's it. You'd be cool. beat up. Or but yeah. also with the shoes, there was a pair of shoes called British Knights back in the day. So and they, crazy. When they British came Knights. off, 
boom, they came off huge. They yeah. had a great marketing platform. And they had a yeah. rapper locked down. I can't remember who can't what remember the rapper who it was. was. Was it Busta Rhymes? Or... I don't think it was Busta. It was before Busta. Uh, it, was... it was some somebody. We gotta, we'll find out. We'll find and out. so they and they uh, and so they had these nights and it was BK British <laughs> right. nights, right? Yeah, yeah. But the BK all of a sudden during the gang war stood for Blood Killer. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> right, and so their brand went through the tubes because any kid who was wearing blood killer shoes was getting beat yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. With BK shoes, right? Yeah. And that's a real history Ridiculous. of runners, man. You got yeah. That's is that's a kind of a weird era, eh? Eighty nine. Yeah, I, I wonder what I wonder what's to be said. Like you know, it, it's so weird how a, this product could become the the thing that causes so much violence because kids. Not in Canada, but in the U.S., kids still get killed over this news, yeah, man. They do. It's yeah. kind of outrageous. There's like Shoots. fights every every release. There was this uh, <laughs> so stupid. This pair stupid that came out. It's called a Raging Bulls. It's like a Reef shoe, but all in all red. Mm. Um, oh right, People right, are right. lining up and they're fighting in front of Foot Locker still, like oh, wow. over the weekend. Oh wow! <laughs> like fist fight straight up. You know, there's social media now, so like you know, it just spreads, uh, right? Uh, it's great. Just for a pair of shoes, That's like it's, it's it's insane. That's so, so since you have Jordan on the table, you had the Jordan book there. I do. Yeah, break, break that down. Let's see what let's see what that is. Now, did you so watch special. Jordan growing up? Like, did you, I did watch you're a basketball Jordan, fan. I did watch Jordan growing up. Um, I was more like, uh, I, I appreciate it more because I couldn't. I w- sorry i am um, i grew i grew up in asia in middle school mm-hmm. that was a time when jordan was popping out like huge and it was more of like uh it was hard to like get channels there i guess oh, because yeah. like yeah. you know when you're in asia like time different time zones and things like that where where so, in asia were you um it's called brunei brunei, brunei. um oh wow you're and, from brunei yeah I was born in Brunei. Wow. And um and uh the story. Yeah, the, <laughs> the the like watching Jordan was more like uh it was hard because I had to like there was no internet at that well there nope. was internet but really like really not bad. useful internet. Yeah, it was like dial up or not even dial up. So it it was like once in a boomer where I could watch Jordan play, but when I watch him like, you know, it took me like it's like a religious experience. Yeah, yeah it's wow. it's it's a really hard thing. But um, so five, that, five years later, I came back here and started watching Jordan YouTube, even more. You got more, some right? YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You got some YouTube. You're I like, guess uh, one of the reasons these shoes resonate is because I witnessed him win the championships back to back. Oh, you saw him? No, no, not in person. On but TV, like, like on live TV. on TV. Live on TV. Oh, what a moment. Um, Those are moments. crazy years. Yeah. Moment. So... That whole season, those seasons were crazy, man. See, here's the Legendary. thing, Kay. I, I, I obviously recognize that he's one of the greatest ever to play. Yeah. But while he played, he fucking pissed me off, man. Yeah. Because yeah. he always buried the teams I liked. Yeah, he did. And I hated it. I, obviously, I was a big Olajuwon fan. I wanted Olajuwon to win year yeah. after year. But he prevented uh, pretty much everybody that played with him in his era from getting a championship. Yeah. Yeah, prevented so, Reggie Miller from ever having a championship. Yep, Reggie Patrick Miller, Ewing as Patrick well. Patrick Ewing, yep, stunted the him. Knicks, the Knicks were the Charles best Oakley. they had ever been in their history. Dude, the Knicks should have won a chip. So, Knicks should have won a chip. Ewing should have won. Ewing and and all those guys like Carmelone. Yep, John yeah. Stockton. Yeah. yeah, Jordan just cut him off. Yeah. yeah, there was so many good players. Tim Hardaway, Penny Hardaway. Oh like, man, yeah. So it's, that's where his legend is, right? It's the stamp that he's made by not letting other people. So would you say he's your favorite all-time player? Um, 
You've I mean, all stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it, it, this is all more for. I would put is, all my life on the on the. This is more all aesthetic value. I have nothing. I would put it all on there. <laughs> I guess I guess it's more behind the scene of how he did it and mm-hmm. like how, what he could accomplish to get where he was is mm-hmm. more fascinating to me for sure. Than like fucking maniac. Than just having him like as just <laughs> yeah. Jordan. Yeah. There's a lot of, like there's a reason why Reef is wearing like, always yeah. Jordan. Right? Always. Like, it's got the nicest gear too. Yeah. He does actually. Yeah. I judge, and this is going to sound really weird, but um, I judge the best yeah. on their career, never on their on their playing cultural impact. On the entire career is how you judge somebody. So it's is like, Kareem your number one then? No, dude, Kareem is the winningest player in it has nothing basketball history. It has nothing to do with winning, though. It has nothing to do with salary. It has nothing to do with winning. Nothing to do with all the money he's made and shit. It's about how great was your career? Mm-hmm. You know, like you're talking about legend. You know, how, what kind of an impact are you leaving on me when it's all said and done? Mm. So 20 years later, we can sit back and say, man, Tupac's a great rapper. You know what I mean? That's why everyone loves him. They don't mm. love him for his music because the music was all... Stop. Well, no, no, no. But the music was great. Don't get me wrong. It was, music was great. <laughs> but there are so many artists with a huge discography that yeah. are like amazing discographies dude that don't get a lot of fucking crap box oh, no so but sad. listen i'm just i don't want to get into pot <laughs> i'm getting into sports i would say for career like a big career it's kobe bryant yeah kobe bryant for if we really want to get down to careers and who did it right man dude Kobe Bryant, special, did. very special Dude, player. He scored eighty-one fucking points. And what was he? What we said is the anniversary. Of Today was marks his um, five-year anniversary of him. His last game in the NBA, scoring Oof. sixty points on and, like fifty shots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just that's what makes it great. Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, dude. Kobe is oh, one of the few God. players. He's kind of got like this. Um, like I started watching basketball around Magic and Bird's rivalry, and I remember watching Bird, not liking Bird, but not being able to believe what he could do on the court. Mm-hmm. Dude, right hand, left hand finishes, right hand, left hand jump shot, switching hands yeah. in the middle of a game. Not many players try that kind of shit. I'm sure they do it in practice and stuff, but yeah. Larry Bird would try everything. He didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He wanted to burn you. And Kobe had the same thing, man. He wanted to just spit daggers on you. The guy would literally... At the three-point line, pick up his dribble, pump fake three times. Defenders crowding him, still jump up for the shots. Yeah. Yeah. He's got uh, people open all around him. Yeah. Fuck uh, you! I'm gonna pump fake it again and again and again. Yeah. And just pull up. People don't try that shit because you know, for, for the most part, they're gonna break. Mm-hmm. But this guy's belief in himself is unmatched. Yeah. Unmatched. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I something that might be blasphemous here, but I'm gonna say this. <laughs> you know, Michael benefited out of being the only one in the spotlight that's true 100 percent. he had the shoe game locked down he had nike in his fingers oh yeah hand, on the palm of his running hands. shit funny thing is um adidas was about to sign him yeah i remember yeah. that <laughs> so crazy <Remember> that? <laughs> and kobe had the dissatisfaction dissatisfaction of 
being one of many in a spotlight that was very big and growing yeah, and yeah. growing for a lot. Mm-hmm. So Kobe doesn't get the respect. Definitely does not. That what Michael, Michael Jordan got. got. Yeah. Like you got to remember, man, he came up in the time when we were learning how to manipulate people with television yeah. and with, with media and with yeah, like, yeah. Oh, if we put Michael on TV, he's going to sell more shoes. That's what they did. Well, what if we put him in a fucking credit card commercial? More people get the credit. Like they started learning that shit with Michael Jordan. And, yeah. and publicly, he wasn't accessible. He no. didn't really do interviews. He didn't do public appearances. No. But dude, Kobe was everywhere. There was not much social media going on None. during his era. Nothing. Whereas there was on his. But but even even though MJ was like a private dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember, um, remember Ahmed Rashad had that show, Inside mm-hmm. Stuff, yeah. Inside where he would yeah. get access to everybody that nobody could get access to yeah. him and MJ are like really good friends he didn't really show up on that show very often yeah. either so mm-hmm. he just like to keep it quiet the playoffs, yeah. right he'd always get there in the playoffs oh man incredible but yeah Kobe's another guy man always buried my teams always buried the teams I liked yeah. so I had to kind of watch him in frustration like yep. oh here we go <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I'm exactly the same way. And dude, when he got oh, yeah. when he got like when when him and Shaq teamed up, it, it was a given. They were not going to stop winning championships. There yeah. was nobody no. that could stop them. The, I, I think when they added Karl Malone, Gary Payton, they kind of ruined the chemistry yeah. of Shaq yeah. and Kobe. Yeah. And it kind of even though they had all the stars, it was just kind of stupid that they had everybody. Yeah. And it didn't work out. But yeah, man, dude, Kobe is a different different animal. Yeah, he he doesn't get the respect, and I think you know he was. He even now he doesn't get it, you know, because of LeBron. LeBron yeah. was just too powerful. He was a surging rocket to the fucking space to be the best of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? George, he, if you look at a LeBron's career, it's fucking identical to Michael's career. Like it's just running on the same level, right? It's just LeBron is doing it younger. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like the Space Jam movie now. Yeah. Do you like any of LeBron's shoes? Um. Because I don't like any of them personally. Hey, can you one good LeBron shoe? I, I would just stick with the Media Day because it's the Kobe Bryant colors. Right. Uh, the yellow mm. and purple. But his nice own out, stuff. Nice yeah. yeah I, 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 I got a pair for Rosie actually last year. It's like a, a mint green and pink. The one that he wore on Christmas. You don't Christmas. even have to pitch and pump shoes as hard as Michael does anymore. Yeah, you don't have to. He doesn't Michael's, have to. Michael had to go on commercials with Spike and do all that stuff to sell a shoe. Right? Yeah, that created the culture, man. Yeah, Those cultures were amazing. Commercials were amazing. LeBron, LeBron yeah. just jumped, stepped right into it. Yeah, yeah. But dude, come on, man. Ten, ten finals appearances. Yeah, but it's you, unheard he of. Yeah. Michael yeah. didn't have to just play back then. He had to play and he had to go sell shoes. And hide his gambling. And he had to. He had a lot of going on. They had to. (laughs) They had to travel and shit on buses. Yeah. You know what I mean? You think about that. Like they had a lot of shit to do back then. LeBron doesn't. He has. You have all. You have to do. LeBron is go and win. Yeah. He. he, We have all this taken care of for you. But but he built that. Yeah. But the funny thing is, if you're looking towards the future, the person that's going to be LeBron, Kobe, and MJ is going to have like. Four times better of a mm-hmm. life than they had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it's. Who do you think that's going to be? Oh, man. Whose shoe is the future shoe? Mm. I know who I think it is. Hmm. Zion. Yeah. John Morant. You know, those guys are. I like John. John's dope. Yeah. John Morant, it's hard. It doesn't come off the tongue like Zion. Ja. Zion, ja. yeah. Right? Zion comes off your tongue. You don't even need to know. What's his last name? Williamson. Yeah, right? Nobody really knows that. Yeah. Right? Not many people. They're like, Zion, I don't know. Fucking Zion. 
I don't know. It's just one name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And that's all that matters. He's playing great too right now. Yeah, the NBA amazing, yeah. is setting that guy up to be a billion dollar athlete. It's now, it's going to be billion dollar athletes. Dude, Dame, man. I, I want to I see it happen for Dame. Yeah. Dame's the guy for Dame. me, man. Dame is so dope. Yeah. One of my favorite. And his shoes are dope too, man. Yeah. yeah, they are. You know, Dame is in a bad market. In, yeah. And the only thing that's going to be good for Dame is if he does tough it out forever. And I think he will. I think he's about to die. Since you're talking about markets, let's. I want to talk about this for a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan was on the Bulls. Yeah. If he was on like Portland, mm-hmm. would he be the same person that he is today? He could have gone to Portland. They drafted Sam Bowie. <laughs> Instead of Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Jordan had the personality that wherever he went was going to be big. Yeah. Big. Because even in Carolina, everyone knew he was going to be a star. You could just see it already, even though, you know, didn't have a full college career. You just knew he was going to be popping. So. But, but the thing is, what really made him successful was his sidekick, Scottie Pippen. Right? Yes. So if, if Pippen wasn't there, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have had like the four five six ring yeah he would have had um he would have had clyde yeah. he would have had clyde drexler he would have had terry porter mm-hmm. he had bill walton they would have been they would have been decent they would have been decent but i mean dude scotty is a game changer yeah the most underrated teammate in nba history is scotty pippen yeah so if if something if let's just say hypothetically jordan goes first in that draft to go to portland Akeem Olajuwon goes to Houston. Mm-hmm. So who would be the third pick? Sam Bowie would go to Chicago and he'd be a bust. Chicago would be fucked for the next few years. But but, <laughs> but that's how it is now, I guess. Yeah. Because Dame, if he was on, you know, the Lakers, mm-hmm. he would be a different player than what he is. I mean, yeah. he's amazing. Like, he's yeah. an amazing player. Fucking but amazing. in terms of, like, marketing him mm-hmm. and being, like, with the specific players... What if he's playing with like LeBron James right now? Yeah, it's big versus like it's a game changer. It's it's very it's really it's what ifs, right? And, and Dame's so. personality, the only thing he can possibly do for his career, the only thing that makes sense if he really wants to be that guy is to go to the Knicks. He has the Knicks personality all over him. Mm-hmm. And if you drop Dame in the fucking Knicks, man, I'm telling you, Madison Square Garden's playing for the oldest Dude, they gotta, team in the NBA. The owner's got to sell that team. He's trash. Doesn't matter about the owner. The oh. owner means nothing. They're Trans- doing well this year. They are. They are. It's yeah. sickening. Yeah, Derek the Rose playoffs. and Tim together. Julius yeah. Julius Randle. Julius Randle. Obi Toppin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have a team. What's the oh, nicest team. Nick player shoe? Hmm. Nick player shoe. You think it's a Ewing's? Shoe. Yeah, um, I would say it was. Did John Starks ever have a shoe? No, I would say no. the Spreewells. Oh, oh the right. right. Another yeah. underrated player, man. Yeah, the Trail Spreewells. Oh, have... Spreewells shoes were beautiful. Is that with the web? It kind of had yeah. the webbing thing yeah. on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I He should never have those. choked his coach. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Why you got to yeah. choke your coach? <laughs> but his teammate said that that coach is very chokeable, so yeah. <laughs> it, it's fair. Yeah. It's fair. So yeah, yeah. I ha- we had a comic on here. Early, early, mm-hmm. in high phrase history, mm-hmm. when you used to say annals a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, he brought us a trading card. Yes. And I didn't really know it was still a thing. But you have one here. I do, yeah. I have um, a throwback one, actually. Oh, that is dope. It's, uh, it's is Vince Antonio Carter. Davis? No, it's Vince Carter. Oh. Um, Vince Carter. Vince Carter dunking Yo, in. That is. Oh, the man. Toronto Raptors jersey. Oh man, dude! Yeah. That is beautiful. Now, what's the significance of this card? It's um, 
it oh, came this is a cover poster it came out Slime this magazine. year it came out this year mm-hmm. um i i specifically brought this card because i wanted to talk about this slam has been around for oh years dude, long time forever I um slam yeah and they issued this this year that's cool for a specific reason hmm. um one of the reasons i want to talk about as well is besides shoes ever since covid cards have been a hit collector collector cards basketball nba cards nhl mlb and um nfl hmm. s- pokemons oh, everything like anything that yeah i i always believe it's because of the chase everyone's like chasing something no matter who you are um so there's always a that that thing in you that wants to chase for something mm. And because casinos are closed, you know, yeah. they want something to do. Yeah. So people buy packs. They need a fix. They need a fix. They, they buy packs. They buy brand new packs, rip it apart, hope, hoping <laughs> they can like hit something, right? Get a magic one. Um, touching on that, people have been selling on a secondary market for cards. And it's really hard to obtain cards now. Jeez. Wow. It, before COVID, you can just go in at Walmart and just buy like NBA cards. Like, yeah. it doesn't even like phase you. Mm-hmm. It's only like what five bucks per pack. That five bucks is fifty dollars now. Oh my god! Hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. They're on StockX right now. So I mean, the the trend has been changing in that sense. The reason why I wanted to touch base on this one is because. The younger folks don't know Slam. Which is nuts. Yeah. You know Slam. You know Slam. Yeah, yeah. I know Slam. And they're catering this to a specific target audience. Yeah. Which is the older generation. Right. And they're trying to like get that per- that that mindset of like having that fix for the older generation. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, the younger generation can get whatever they want in order to like obtain what what they're achieving for but they're targeting the older generation and that's one of the reasons why i brought this here i wanted to um touch base on this is because interesting if it's not you or me or arif or Mm. mike um and we don't know anything about cards but when we see this it's like it's a nostalgia immediate immediate yeah the thing is there's it's really hard to get this specific card you need a rep 15 packs to get something like this or maybe 20 yeah to get a slam card and in order to get all the slam cards there's about 25 or 30 of them that you want to collect mm. and they're all older ones like tracy mcgrady the older kobe bryant's mm. right mm. and they're um they're trying to target these like older people to buy cards and it's Crazy. a really really smart marketing um move because it's hard to obtain cards so they're they they've already captured the younger audience mm-hmm. and now they're trying to capture the, the older audience yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so they have like it's it's a monopoly constant really. constant buying it's, public. it's it's a monopoly because as soon as I saw this, I'm like, yep, I know what's going on. Yeah. I need to buy a hundred of these, a thousand of these to sell. So what what could you flip that for? Uh, this specific card? Yeah. I can flip this for, I mean, 
easily fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Um, if you if you grade this, and if it's a ten, you can flip this for f- like three five two three to five hundred dollars for one specific card. It's just a, it's just a cardboard, really. Yeah, yeah. But in the end of the day, it's the rarity of it, the fact that it's rarity. it's rare. It's it's nostalgia. And that's and a great poster cover, man. That, that it, was phenomenal. Great, yeah. What but, has more value, rarity or nostalgia? Hmm. It's really more of like if you think if money is more important to you or if <laughs> having that memory is more important right. to you. There's yes. there's a fine balance, really. What's right? the general consensus? Do people collect for they collect for, mo- for money? They for collect vanity. for money uh, recently. To own it. To own it and to flip. Because everything's parts. we're in a flip nation. Right? We're in a Gary flip v nation. Talks now. About that yeah, yeah, yeah. Time, right? yeah. So, you know, the, the, one of the reasons why cards are like in a boom is because of COVID. Mm. People have to stay home, and they want to chase. Yeah. The funny thing is, there's a lot of I don't know if I can touch base on this, but sure, there's a lot of like um, Facebook groups now. They create Facebook groups. They go live. Mm-hmm. And you pay X amount of dollars for this person to rip a card. If you hit it, cool. If you don't, they still ship you the cards and you pay X amount of dollars for shipping. Whoa, dude. That's crazy. insane. Yeah. It makes no sense. Maybe so there's there's tons of groups. There's like... Maybe well, the other guy's masturbating <laughs> on the other side. Yeah, this, like, oh, open another deck. He's on, he's on, you know, like... <laughs> He's on this camera. Yeah, I can't see your face, buddy. I need to see your face. Yeah, Just there's hands. there's a Just bunch hands. of like cards in the background, and you get to choose like there's like price. There's a price there, that's and outrageous. you know, like oh, that's forty dollars. Okay, you pay me already. Let me check. Okay, yeah, you paid. Okay, I'll grab this, rip it up for you. Sanity. Good luck. Oh, you didn't hit anything. I'm so sorry. Do you want another one? Yeah. Another forty dollars. Okay, sexy, let me try. Sexy check on there, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you like another one? So imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah. That's that's the monopoly for it now, and it's insane yeah. because like, like, this is how it is. This is how our world is now. Hmm. Well, this is how they did it. They did it with Bitcoin. They did it with cocky cards. They're doing it with everything. They're well, doing it with cards. Yeah. These, these are becoming NFTs, right? These NFTs, kind of collector NFTs, posters are becoming NFTs. Yeah. And an NFT is just a way for this next generation to think that they can wipe out hockey cards and paper cards Mm -hmm. because there is this huge, obviously all the techie people want to get rid of tangible items, right? And they want to get us and push us into this virtual world where we're Mm -hmm. buying Jordans through our our headset and they're not real. Oh, you want to see my Jordans? Oh yeah, where are they? No, no, they're not here. They're right here on my goggles, dude. Check them out. What do you right? <laughs> like that's where we're going to. Yeah. And they're trying to push us there. And this NFT mm-hmm. thing is devil's work. Man. Are you you're scared of it? Yeah, I really am. What do you think the worst case scenario is? The worst case scenario is that these legends leave us with this world of Patrick Mahone's loving NFT card collector mm. people. You're you're worried about losing the physical. No, you know what I'm worried about? The nostalgia hmm. and the hunt and the chase and the passion that comes with it. If all of a sudden you're now collecting movie clips, hmm. you're you're collecting sports clips. Highlights. So Highlights. money money like money won't be exactly. important anymore. Yeah. So I could trade this for your shirt. Yeah. Because this it'll, is worth fifty dollars. Yeah. Or well, you know geez. what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. That's kind of scary. It's scary because then we're going to be focusing all on this digital stuff, 
And meanwhile, the real stuff that we grew up with that actually took time to make, like a hockey card, mm-hmm. that shit's not easy to make, man. Like, if you've ever seen how it's made, look it up and look at the hockey <laughs> card. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's man labor, right? For and sure. it's gone. And we're trying to dismiss it just like everything else we're trying to cancel. I was obsessed. I actually still have a pretty decent collection of cards. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, just going to give them to my kids and yeah. they can I used to. flip it how they want to. Dude, I had... I, I did one of those contests back in the day um, where you like you were scratching win, and I won the entire 1986 upper deck card series the whole year oh, wow. of players. That's crazy. And fucking rookie cards. I think of Steve Steve Eiserman, oh, wow. one of the rookie cards. Huge. And we had a big garbage bag of cards. Huge. And I remember we were cleaning out spring cleaning. My mom just takes the whole bag, just fucking throws it away. <laughs> what What was the reason why you collected cards back then? Uh, for me, I was obsessed with the sport, and um, I wanted to find those gems. Mm-hmm. I wanted to find the the Gretzky cards, the Mew cards, mm-hmm. just for my own personal keeping. Yeah. Of course, yeah. it, it wasn't a thing back then. Trade them and all that, and um, I didn't do the fucking flip. You know the card game, yeah, but you'd like you know yeah. destroy the cards essentially. I didn't do any of that shit. I just kept them all. I just, I just liked having them. So it was kind of like, because I was a big poster kid too. My room was covered in posters. Wow. So that connection, the visual representation mm. of mm. all that, I, I loved all of it. That's cool. I, it's hard to keep up it's, though. It, it's, the thing is like, I used to collect cards back in high school. And high school till now has been like 20, 15, 20 years. Mm. Right? I That gap there of not collecting cards till like, collecting cards now <laughs> yeah. is a big difference. You know what I mean? Like from there World. to there, it's yeah. like, where has all the time been until like now recently where everybody wants cards? Yeah. It's just, it's mind boggling. Yeah. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You it's know what's next? I'm going to make the prediction right here on the high praise podcast. Hot wheels, hot wheels, hot wheel cars, oh. hot, modified hot wheels cars. And, 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 um, and like custom rebuilt Hot Wheel cars are going to become huge mm-hmm. in the next few years. And it's not being talked about or anything, but the reason why I'm saying this is because you can pretty much pull anything out from 30 years ago that was once a collector's and say that it's going to become a collector's, and it will. And and it's just what happened with hockey cards. The next one has to be Hot Wheel cars. Dude, I, I always wanted Hot Wheels when I was a kid. It has to be. But my... my it, you know what the weird, this is such a ridiculous thing. My parents would never buy me the Hot Wheels ones, so we get the cheap ass ones mm-hmm. that were all plastic and stuff. And I remember the first time I held a Hot Wheel one, because it's all metal, right? The Hot Wheels cars were all metal. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's the actual difference between these yeah. cars. Yeah. My yeah. parents were always like, it's all the same thing, it's all no, the same thing, just buy that one. The Hot Wheels were popping. Yeah. Yeah, man. And you watch, they'll come back, and you know everyone will have shiny ones. Do a little Hot Wheels Mike car called show it. I think, I think, um, what do you think? You. I think a celebrity needs to endorse it in order mm-hmm. to like get it pump, bump in. Yeah. Or Fast and Furious, Fast Nine is coming out. Yeah, that's man. where the marketing can start. Yeah, look at that! Maybe. Look at that right there, I man. I'm it's just the, saying, right? It's the alley oop. Yeah, yeah, alley oop right there. It's, it's yeah, it's really like talking about that. Uh, Tra- Travis Scott. Travis Scott. He. The funny thing about Travis Scott is. He's like a new artist, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, no one really cared about Nike Dunks before. When I said before, I'm talking about like 
before 2020. Yeah, I didn't really care for them. I yeah, still no one really, really cared care about them. the yeah. Nike Dunks. Ever since he wore them, mm-hmm. every single pair of Dunk mm-hmm. has shot up a thousand percent. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's figured out a way to kind of make all of his products viral. Yeah. When he did the McDonald's mm-hmm. thing and the PlayStation. But yeah, yeah. He's found a way to. It, it, he did the Fortnite concert too, Fortnite right? Fortnite concert. Yeah. yeah. Fortnite concert. Um, so. Yeah, it's shot up a thousand percent and everyone's seeking for them right now. Weird. Yeah, just because Travis Scott wore them. Yeah. So. And then he's got those other ones, the Cactus Jacks. The Cactus Jacks. He, he so uh, Nike. Pretty, those are pretty sick. Nike uh, made a silhouette for him. Yeah. But the fact that he has so much power mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. For like society, for the younger generation, mm. it's it's crazy. Well, I think his baby mama is a part of it. Yeah, he's got the most Riley. popular baby mama on the planet. Yeah, so yep. he's got that entire youth market locked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know he plays it right. He plays it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keeps the shit where it's supposed to be. Doesn't publicly get caught cheating like the other. You know, and I, if he husband. is even. Like, if you're a seriously professional man, mm-hmm. sure, you're going to have all these women thrown at you. But then you look and you're like, dude, how can this even compete with my girl? She's, dude, she's not even. The, the, like, my girl, like, no matter what, I could just say, fuck it, I'm going to take the year off. There you had, take care of me? Yeah, okay. Then mm-hmm. she'd do it. Her face That's, and and body is like a $150,000 investment. Yeah. yeah. It was built. In a la- she's not the same person the- you see it before after pictures no, of what she looks like come on man they're two different the planets Kardashian, the Kardashian touch you almost needed that in this last 15 years it's the moms yo she's yeah. brilliant hey, the Kardashian anything that the Kardashian touch had yeah. was successful dude it's Kris Jenner man it's the mom she's the super momager of, we, of all Yeezys wouldn't have any play if it wasn't she for was managing Kardashian Kanye touch. and managing Travis Scott That's as well crazy. at the same time yeah. while managing all the daughters That's insane. dude she's a beast man she's yeah. a bra- brainiac she knows what she's doing she just knows yeah 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 like those uh, but Kim took one for the team she set it all up you know what you had to you know, so one of them easy. one of them had to do something crazy yeah Kim came with the sex tape and you know yeah. Punched the hole in the wall and that was it. Mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> That's it, it's over. Don't worry, mommy won't let them hurt you, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you did it good. Now she runs the world. Yeah. Just block Ray J. Just block Ray J. <laughs> don't worry, he'll fade away. <laughs> Ray J probably feels so bad after Dude, that. Dude, Ray J's on Ray J's balling right now. I know he is, but he probably wanted more shine. He's a little bit of for an sure. egomaniac. Sure. He probably feels sure. like he didn't get enough shine for that. Dude. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind right. of he's, he kind of did some schmucky things though, right? He did some schmucky things after. Did, did you see him? He was doing that. He was doing an interview where he was talking about his sunglasses that he has, and these are supposed to be unbreakable sunglasses. Oh, he's, really? Ray yeah. J saying these are unbreakable sunglasses, and the host like they're not unbreakable. And Ray J's like, yes, they're unbreakable. The host like, I could break them. Ray J's like, no, you can't break them. Yeah. Host takes glasses, breaks them. <laughs> and Ray J's just say he just say doesn't say anything. Just confusion. Like, why would you say they're unbreakable? It just didn't make any sense. He's just stupid shit like that. But speaking of know. stupid shit, yeah. we, we have to mention um, the demon seed that passed away. Uh, <laughs> um, I have to mention it. We should ask our guest how, how he, what his feelings are about. Well, he came from a place that had a monarch, mon- monarchy, right? Yeah, yeah. So the Brunei's got a monarchy. Um. Well, what really Sultan um, dictatorship? Yeah, that's not really monarchy. What really stood out was tyranny. Is I mean, ninety nine years old, 
Yeah. Great. Go. You know, <laughs> what took you so long? Um, oh, what what really like you know popped in my head first was is Harry going to go back? Mm. Oh, he's like oh then he shows like oh we're back. It was like, like oh, it's yeah, you know what I mean? Throne. Like the mystery is like, over. <laughs> yeah, they did a Oprah interview. Yeah. You know, like reveal all. <laughs> now the real the real question is when he goes back, what's going to happen? Yeah. What's uh, how is it yeah. how is it going to play out? Yeah, the changes. dynamics, logistics. I know Megan's not going to go back, but mm-hmm. like Harry has to face a lot of yeah. a lot of. Uh, so I still things. don't understand. Maybe you have more info on how he's prince. Yes. Okay. So. Just to put it all on the table, because here at the High Freeze Podcast, we like total transparency. Always. I've, I've always give that public service announcement at least four always. times. Always. Uh, the Queen and Prince Philip are blood related. Cousins? Yes, they are distant cousins, but they're blood related. They're in the same huh. line. They wanted to keep it. You ever see the movie Stallone over the top? Oh, yeah. Turns the head but backwards. Have, right? Turns the head backwards, and then. Yeah. Over the top arm wrestling movie. Arm wrestling movie, Mm -hmm. classic movie. If you guys haven't seen it, legendary. Over the top, legendary. Uh, That's what it was when they hooked those two together. I haven't watched The Crown. I don't know what happens in that show, but they hooked them together because the bloodline. They wanted to keep it strong and pure, right? So they're a couple. Who? Elizabeth and Philip. They they were married. They were married. Philip. What are you talking about? What the fuck? Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. That yeah. is alive. Yes. And her husband, Philip, that just died. They are cousins. Okay, but wait. They were cousins. Why is he a prince then? Okay, because she was a princess. But they call her Queen Elizabeth. I know, but they were a prince and a princess. When she elevates to queen, he doesn't elevate to king. What? Because he has to keep his title that he's given. Only the next in line in succession get the title elevation. So Nobody he, else gets it. He's not he's royalty? He's always a prince. He's always a prince. If he didn't marry... He's part of the Windsor uh, downline. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's part sense. of the Windsor downline. That's why they married him in. What a scummy fuck of a person. And he was Greek and he German that grew up in the Greek as a Greek guy. And then he became, he canceled his country to become British. Hmm. He's self-serving. You racist piece of shit, man. I saw some of the quotes. Our views do not reflect the guest's views unless they do. I don't know. But dude, I saw some of the quotes of of some of the shit that he said over the years. I couldn't fucking believe it, man. He's a piece of, I I bet you he's died multiple times in the past 10 years. But they just keep plugging him back in. Keep plugging him back in. Yeah. Give him a little Joe, Joe the Juice. Keep him alive. Because that motherfucker looked dead. Yeah, he was dead. Mm. He looked dead so as fuck. When you drink child's blood. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're a vampire <laughs> drinking child's blood to stay alive. That could be true, too. There's so many hidden things in, in the royal family, right? So. Gross. And you know, let's like, not to go weird, but we do get weird. You know, this notion of drinking and killing and eating children's mm. blood... It has been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. It isn't just something that popped up in the internet, let's say. For real. These are myths and legends that have been going on for thousands of years. Yeah. Dude, there was a queen that used to bathe in children's blood back right? in the day. So yeah. there's some actual evidence of this. And I'm an evidence-based person, reality. Yeah. Like, there's evidence of this. And now here we are in the new future where you're like, oh, it's just the internet trolls, just trolling. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. Right? We seem to forget history. Mm-hmm. A lot in today's world, hey, we're so, we're just so, just too much stuff. We're so quick to try to bring the future in and cancel the, yeah, history. There's too much stuff thrown at us, you know. Yeah, and Take, taking a selfie is more important. Yeah, sometimes, eh? 
<laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it is. It's true. People true. think about that's it. That's why history is like slowly diminishing, right? It is hands down the stupidest death by selfie. Selfie. You yeah. gotta be a fucking complete moron to die by selfie. Yeah, there's been lots. Lots hey, of people, those people, man. People that die by selfie trying to get the perfect shot. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of those free runners that do it too, right? Jumping yeah. off jumping off buildings and shit. Dude is wild, man. Trying to climb up and get that's there. Like a, a, that's like a superpower though, man. That kind of parkour shit. Yeah. That's like a superpower. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. You could just fucking climb a building. The fuck? It's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah. But you mentioned the bathing in blood. I don't know why I'm wanting to talk about bathing in blood, but um I've been streaming Van Helsing on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm obsessed with the whole vampire thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's so interesting how I try to get my kids to sit through one, just like an hour-long show. Yeah. And their attention span is so fucked. It's so, so fucked. Yeah. They just can't. Unless it's something that directly interests them and they want to sit. I can't. It's so hard to put them onto something. The funny thing, I watched... Mrs. Delphire last night. Oh shit! Oh, and it, it Robin Williams threw me back back in a day where I could just sit there without touching my phone. I didn't uninterrupted. Have a phone. I, there's uninterrupted. Yeah, just yeah, watching yeah. the TV screen, staring at it. Yeah. And you're talking about like your kids yeah. watching Van Helsing, mm. and they can't even watch one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They have to touch your phones. Mm. They have to like take. I don't know. Yeah, anything, so right? what I do is I, I keep my phone in another room when I want to concentrate on something. Yeah. But um, with my kid, you know you know what she did sit through? Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. I, I introduced her to Kill Bill 1 well, and that's, 2. That's... And she was glued yeah. to the screen. Because yeah. Uma Thurman's fucking amazing in that. Yeah, it's a strong yeah. female lead. Van Helsing, Alex is in that, is in that one. Yeah, and yeah. He kills it, man. He's an awesome He plays actor. Julius. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's a big beast. Right? And it's, you know, strong female. Maybe they're just identifying to the strong female lead. Makes sense. Yeah, makes right, sense. Right? <laughs> yeah, makes sense. So, yeah. So, fuck Prince, Prince Philip is essentially what I wanted to say. Yeah, I just really wanted to see what Harry, mm-hmm. Harry's reaction is. Yeah, I, I think we've had multiple interactions with the royal family on the podcast since we've been doing it because a, a lot of fuckery has been happening. Mm-hmm. So, it's nice to see that fucking family I'm glad that they slipped a brother through. Like, they got a black kid in there. I'm happy about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It fucks up the lineage no matter what. All we need yeah. is Charles, and all we need is Charles inbred. Uh, the the son Andrew, the little one George, demon child, the demon baby of uh, Prince Andrew or whatever his name is, right? If all those three get on the plane and it crashes, then the next in line mm-hmm. is Harry, mm-hmm. and then the brother comes up, and by then black people will be everywhere. It won't be black lives; it'll be white lives matter by then, <laughs> right? It'll be totally different. Dude, by twenty fifty, they'll be extinct. It'll be we'll all be part Asian by then. And let's just face it; we're all gonna be part or Asian Indian, and don't say no, Indians Asian. It's gonna be Indian and Asian mix. Yeah, that's it. It's going to be we're gonna take over the planet. Like, don't even get in this conversation. Yeah. Like this. No, but we what, could talk about Chinese animals and how huge. But, oh yeah, yeah, right? that's right. Chinese. Wait, you, do you know about Chinese animals? Horoscopes about the Chinese horoscope. Mm-hmm. Do you? Do you know what you are? Or tiger. Nineteen eighty-six tiger. Yeah, tiger. Yeah. Uh, wood tiger. Fire. Tiger. Fire tiger. Eighty-six. Yeah. There's like different elements. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's different elements. Actually, I'm not sure. Mike's up, on, Mike's up on this shit. Well, I know. Wood, wood or work. fire? It's either or. Yeah, I think it was wood. Man. I think it's wood. Fire, yeah. I'm a little bit fire and a little... I mean, I'm a little bit tiger and a little bit... Uh, what am I? I'm a little bit... I'm, uh, I'm a rabbit. But I'm a little bit tiger and a little bit uh, something else. Is that the same as being a little bit country and a little bit rock and roll? Yeah, exactly, actually. <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> but one thing I did want to touch on, because I'm, I'm, I've been fucking mad for a while about this, um, the constant... 
police violence in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Constant fuckery that we see. It's almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Taking lives. And the thing that shocked me to pieces with Dante Wright that was killed. Yeah. The cop that shot him is a 26-year veteran of the police force. President of the fucking police union and was training a rookie that shift when she mistakenly pulled out her gun instead of her taser. The fuck kind of excuse is this? How 20 plus years at a job, 20 plus motherfucking years, she's held a gun every single day, every single day. But this one instance she yelled, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the video or not, but she yells, taser, 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 and she fucking shoots. Hmm. And the worst part for me is two days before, I mean, sorry, two days after the incident happens, she resigns, hmm. which means no penalties. She can just walk away. Oh, I resign. Sorry, my bad. Done. Doesn't lose, doesn't lose her police certification so she can go work in another state and ruin somebody else's life. That system... That we, I mean, in Canada, we're affected by it in a, in a little way, but in the US, it's constant trauma, constant trauma for the black population. Something has to be done, like with immediacy in this country. Because it's disturbing, man. If you constantly see people that look like you being killed by people that are supposed to protect you, mm-hmm. it just blows, blows my fucking mind. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Just, yeah, I mean, there's really, it's it, it's hard to, I mean, it has had happened so many times already to a point where, you know, there was like the protest last year during COVID too, but that doesn't matter. What matters is like how it's still happening day in, day out. And there's still no change, no matter what we do. There's, we talk about legacy, we talk about these and that, yeah. but it's it's always the same thing in the States. Mm-hmm. It's either like getting punched in the face for sneakers or getting shot at by a cop. Yeah. yeah. And that's always like, that's always the story on our social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, and I mean, we we can look at it and say social media kind of amplifies it, and it does in a way. But when you look at just the numbers specifically, and the amount of black people that get shot by cops for nonviolent, unarmed offenses, mm-hmm. that's the shit that blows my mind. It's not like they're being attacked by people with brown skin that have guns or knives on them. These people are are unarmed, unarmed citizens, right? And like with, with Philando Castile, he was a, a legal gun owner. He had a gun license. Hmm. The cop asked him if he had a gun license. He said, yes, I'll show it to you. Reaches for the license and gets shot with, fucking, with the, a, a five-year-old in the back. And, you know, we, the thing is for me, like last year was the most active I've ever seen this city yeah. as far as protest goes. Yep. I've never seen the turnout like, like last year's Black Lives Matter protest. It was tremendous. 25,000 people showed up. Mm-hmm. The only time I've seen a crowd that big is for the 420 protests. And let's be honest, it's not a fucking protest. Everyone just comes to smoke weed. Yep. 
there are some activists there, but you know, 420s to smoke weed. But last year, unbelievable, man. I, I'm telling you, I started making music in the late 90s, and all of our music was protest music. Mm-hmm. And we would try to get people to come out to protest. You see mm-hmm. 50 people, 60 people, 70 people over things that were happening in the city directly affecting us. And it was incredible to see how many people decided, you know what, fuck this. But there's no sustaining it. No, there's no. There's not, no it's almost impossible to sustain. You know, fucking Dante was on the phone with his mom when he was cold over. Yeah. And his mom just told him to take it easy, be calm, don't say anything. Can I talk to the cop? And the cop wouldn't talk to her. I think that's how the story goes, right? They said that uh, he had an outstanding warrant. Yeah, but the thing with the mom, though, with the phone. Right. I know that he. I know. I know that's the last call he made. He, she, he, she said, "I want to talk to the cop," mm-hmm. and he, she, and the cop said, "No, turn that fucking phone off." Mm. Is what the cop said in response to that, and then that's when they said, "You get out of the car, or whatever. Turn the phone off." Turn mm. the phone, right, and then that was it. Dude, <sighs> you know, dude. Fuck, I remember a friend of mine got beaten fucking badly. And put into a vegetative state oh. for his shoes in juvie. Mm. Got stomped, kicked with a steel toe boot in a juvie camp. Uh, fuck, I remember this because the warden looked at me and I was like the tough guy in the in the juvie. Mm. And I had and I beat the guy up in front of everybody. It was like one of those movie scenes where like, yeah, the warden's You like, had to kind of get right? ownership of the situation. Yeah, like I yeah. fucking braced the guy and beat him up in front of everybody because he got beat up for his shoes, right? Yeah. And dude, it that could have been even worse than the beating mm-hmm. that the kid gave him because the cops made me do it. And the problem is power, dude. The problem is power. The problem is that the cops have way, way way too much power and immunity mm-hmm. right they don't mm-hmm. they don't get treated the same way as you and i get treated mm-hmm. right if you're a cop and you shoot someone you could walk home and go sleep that night it's most disgusting. of us would go and it's disgusting and that's the problem they're not hold held to a standard mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if the kid's black or white or chinese or whatever it doesn't matter what color the person is the point of the matter is cops have way too much power and that is it no yeah, i agree so, um i wanted to just mention that because when people talk about it, like how you guys are, mm-hmm. some people don't visualize how it is until they actually watch a movie. When I'm talking about that, there's tons of Netflix movies or documentaries about like what's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it painted a perfect picture of how the system's corrupt, how innocent people go to jail for no reason, get released 20, 30 years later for not doing anything. Yeah. And if 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 you need an actual visual, there's a lot of like hundred percent like you know to watch to like actually visualize it properly because mm-hmm. before throughout my life I, I've always heard about these kind of stuff because recently there's always like Asian hate lately mm-hmm. because of COVID or whatever it is, but to educate yourself not everybody knows how to like you know yeah audio listen to people they need to visualize it mm-hmm. so if they need to check out some netflix shows it helps a lot you know it's it crazy to learn culture basically 
anything yeah anything in general because yeah. it generalizes it as a whole well it's kind of crazy because i i don't know if you've ever experienced this but fuck it was it's such a strange conversation um when one of these tra tragedies happen you hear about a school shooting you hear about a, a bomb and specifically in north america yeah you hear about a school shooting a bombing a mass murder any of these things as a as a person with brown skin, I automatically think to myself, fuck, please don't be a brown person. Please don't be a brown person. Please don't be a... I always hope, which is a horrible hope to have, but I always think to myself, fuck, please don't be a brown person. The perpetrator. Yeah. I'm always thinking to myself, please don't be. And when it is, I feel like everybody that I, I know that's brown skin all feels a kind of fucking shame for it. Yeah, the, and I always wondered if, if that affects other people, other races the same way, because I know even my, my parents who aren't, we're Indian, we're not directly connected to black people, uh, as far as genealogy goes, mm -hmm. um, obviously, unless you go back to fucking the original man, but currently, even even them, we always have that same kind of feel like, fuck, please, yeah, please, no, please yeah. brown skin. It's, it's like the George Floyd, there was an Asian cop yeah. that did that. Yeah. And yeah. the whole Asian community is yeah. like, oh. you know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. a cringe, motherfucker. Yeah. it's that cringe feeling because... Asians are like, we like laying low. Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why are you putting us out there? Like, yeah, right? you never like hear about that kind of stuff right. until like, you know, yeah. like what you just mentioned, yeah. right? It, yeah. So, it, you, But the Asian people, I gotta say something, like the Chinese and that Asian section, when something happens, it's Ooh. fucking crazy as hell. Like, dude, it's always the craziest, like, Asian yeah. thing that happens. Mm. It isn't just like, oh, some black guy shot some guy. It's like, oh, okay, that's it, you know, that. It's just like some Asian guy on a bus chopped a bunch of people's head, right? Like, <laughs> it went crazy. And then what's even crazier is he he's, got he's out. out. He's out of he prison. He got out. He's so child. Like, yeah. he was just yeah, yeah. super he's, Asian. Yeah. He's like a hero. He said him. a demon told him to cut everybody series. up in yeah. front of him. Yeah. And he went, okay, but here's the thing, okay? Culturally, China is very repressive. Mm -hmm. They hold your opinions. You can't really speak out. Yep. They don't have Google. Like, access to information is limited. You are uh, essentially a, a Chinese nationalist yeah. from the day you're born to the day you die. Yeah, yeah. So when you repress people for that fucking long, mm -hmm. when there are outbursts, they're going to be colossal. Yeah. Yeah. Huge outbursts. Oh, yeah. And that's what fucking happens, man. You get these tragic events. Yeah. I knew a dude that skated from uh, North Korea, but he was on the North Korean hockey team. Wow. And uh, it was a national hockey team back in the day, mm -hmm. and he was so good. He was NHL style. Damn. And he, but he was trapped in North Korea, and he couldn't oh, get out. Shit. And so I think, I, if I the story was right, he went on, the, he, he did that thing where you go to the Olympics, and you don't just go, you don't go back. Mm-hmm. Whatever that's called. Okay. So he was like, he he just like tried to kill it to get to Olympics. And then something like there wasn't a hockey team, but he went in as a sub on some other random ice skating thing. And then, right. And then he escaped the country and he tried to go for NHL, but it didn't, didn't yeah. end up happening to him. Damn. He just kind of passed his prime. Right. And he was just like, fuck, it was a wasted life. But I'm like, at least you got out. Yeah. He's like, yeah, dude, yeah. He's like you know, but he was like, dude, it is the worst life over there. It's really, fuck. really repressive, right? And over and, like, here, knowing nothing, like cell phones, like what? Do, do you like still? Are I you don't still... talk to him. No, oh. he's. Uh, I don't know what he's saying. He's moved probably. This is a while ago. Uh -huh. But um, and yeah, over nice here, guy, is there something to be said for how polar opposite we are from that? Because now we've created this culture where we're so far open with our expression that now 
all of our expressions being demonized. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Like everything is a cancelable event. Mm-hmm. It's tough. But the good thing is we put ourselves in a position where we don't give a fuck yeah. mm-hmm. about the things that we say because we hold ourselves accountable to the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's way more important than the bullshit that you say. Yeah. Because there's a lot of bullshit that we say. I say a lot of bullshit. And it's a lot to do with cannabis. Yeah, that's a lot. And a lot to do with all the bright lights making yeah. us feel like celebrities. Yeah. And a lot to do with great guests. But but if you don't talk about it, silence is worse though. Yes. It is pretty bad. Yeah. So The worst. Yeah. Everyone's opinion is important. That's my opinion. Don't be one a person that stands by. Yeah. Do not be someone that fucking stands by while you see your fellow human beings being bullied sworn at yelled at pushed mm. stand the fuck up and do something yeah been saying it for a while man our ancestors died for their fucking rights mm-hmm. we don't want to be inconvenienced for our fucking rights mm. for sure right no filter all right so let's go back to the shoes before we take off mm-hmm. out of here one yeah. more time let's ask them some uh three questions okay do it okay you ready mm-hmm. um all right so it's pretty obvious to ask you what your three top favorite shoes are. Right? Yeah. But we're going to go, I'm going to go outside of that. What are your top three favorite non-runner Non-runner shoes? shoes. Non-runner shoes. Interesting. Shoes, um, shoes you wear other than runners. If I'm forced to, <laughs> I'd have to wear... Anything, anything. I have to wear dress shoes. Yeah, does, I guess it doesn't really matter doesn't? like what okay. what what brand it is. It's just it's whatever black, whatever dress shoe it is. Right. Grown up shoes. Yeah. yeah, like what do you? What should a guy have <laughs> besides just runners? You know, and dress shoes. I would say a pair of casual shoe. Yeah, just like you know Converse or just like no branding, like no branding really, just solid color, solid color, mm-hmm. just to yeah. What about Probably, a boot? Timberlands. How do you feel about boots? Timberlands. Oh, Timberlands. Timberlands. Yeah. Tims, yeah. I, I gotta get some Tims. It's been a while. Tims would be good, yeah. Yeah. What about like a cowboy boot? How do you feel cowboy about cowboy boots? Boot. Fuck, Have you ever worn one? I've tried one on, but yeah. like... How do you feel when you wear a cowboy boot? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm wearing like four <laughs> pairs of shoes yeah. in one. You know I, why I mean? are they really heavy? It's heavy. Uh, oh, shit. It's like... Like I've obviously not been exposed like... to this culture. That's funny. Yeah. What's the uh, best shoe you've ever put on? The best shoe, eh? Yeah, yeah like when you question. put on and just like, oh my God. I think um, I would one of the and one shoes back in the day, I'd say the Tai Chi's. I think he's wearing them. No, he's wearing shocks. Um, oh made, yeah, he had the shocks for a bit too. That, that, that was the first time I was able to dunk, so I was happy about that. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the shocks? Shocks were cool. My brother had them, so I didn't really like them. Mm. Too expensive. What about the pump, the Reebok pump? The Reebok pumps were cool. Are those worth any money now? Um, they are slightly above retail for sure. Oh, slightly above retail. Yeah. So if it's 120, it's about 150, Jesus, those 160. Were back in the day. Yeah, man, they're yeah. popping. They're popping. Who rep the pump? I think it was Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was Sean Kemp. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sean Kemp cool. had the pumps. I remember he would dunk. On people, murder them, take their manhood away, vicious. go down, pump, 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 pump. Do you have a favorite Sonics? Um, currently or? or anytime, ever. ever. Ever, eh? That's a good question. 
I can't I can't think of Vince one Carter had I think is like I think Vince Carter was one of the best ones. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta go bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Too much drinks. So Um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean let's let's talk about that for a sec. Um the dunk contest this year. Mm. It wasn't the greatest. No. And it, I mean, it was a cool concept. I'm not sure if you watched it. I watched the highlights. Yeah, but it was a cool concept of how they they played. Um, they started the the event with the skill contest. Oh, the all star game. The all star game. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then it was all in one day, right? Mm-hmm. So they did the still skill contest. They did the three point shoot, shoot shootout. Mm-hmm. They started the game. Yeah. They did the NBA dunk. And then they ended the game. Yeah. All in one day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if they're gonna continue with that. I like it. I, I mean I I I don't know. I, I think it's good for the fans, you know, a one day to thing, watch right? a one day thing, yeah. right? And you know, just less impact on the environment and yeah, yeah, less yeah. people, thousands of people trampling and littering and fucking spitting and smoking and yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a good idea. I mm-hmm. think we all need to kind of get to that point, right? But, yeah. dude, you know what they got to do? They got to get rid of the skills competition. Yeah. Because the skills competition basically comes down to the European guy. That was put that's in there true. for the yeah. European guy. Yeah. Because yeah. it's never some it's never some brother that's <laughs> going there winning the skills. It's never been. No, it it's always a white guy yeah, that wins it, right? Always, yeah. So... That's obviously was a bone throw because no one's winning the slam dunk but a black guy. Nobody is winning, you know, the MVP but usually a black guy. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. just how it is. It's yeah. what the league is. So they've had to do that. I say you get rid of that and you go to um you go to do two games. Mm-hmm. So you do the three point and you do the dunk, but then you have two games. So you would have the um, you'd have a choosing game where you have a group of people and you'd have a captain and you do the choosing and yeah. then you'd have the legends game. Oh, all right. Like, and what the legends oh, game yeah, was... would be the superstars in the league, but maybe there are some players that were ex players that can still play, like Dwayne Wade, like Dwayne Wade, come out of retirement for one game. And they come in. So he's asking me about the All Star Game mm. and about the format. And I'm like, dude, you get rid of the the skills because the skills all about white guys winning. That's what it's <laughs> been made for. It was the bone thrown to the European dudes, right? Let's just face it. Hundred percent. So you get rid of that and you go three pointer dunk, and you go uh, the pick 'em game. So you have a group of mid level players, and they all pick a game. They all pick their guys one after another, and you split them up, and then they play a game. And then you have the Legends game, and the Legends game is like the LeBrons and the, you know, the superstars in the league. Like the Dwayne Wade's. Yeah. The one that... I want to see what I, I want to see one-on-ones. Right. I want to see the top 10 points per game players put into a bracket, and they all go one-on-one until mm-hmm. they get to the finals. Oh, yeah. determine one is a good one, too. Because you determine who the best player individually... Yeah. I want to see that shit. Yeah, Dude, yeah, that someone like, because someone like Kyrie... Yeah, someone like Kyrie could yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. offensively, you can't mm-hmm. stop that guy, right? Mm-hmm. We're always talking about it. There's always discussions. Hey, yeah. if 
Chris Paul and Kyrie plays one on one, who's gonna win? Yeah. But if you see that in person, but it's egos, right? Their egos are huge. That'd be hard you for them to put on it's the line. It's hard because you're putting your brand on the line. Yeah. And that's worth millions. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. worth millions now, and these guys know that shit. That's why they don't enter the dunk contest because someone's right. gonna lose. Yeah, right? I hate that shit. That's true. Right. That's why LeBron didn't go in because he has shitty shoes, and he if he wins a, a slam dunk competition or he loses it. Then his shoes will take a hit. Again. His shoes his may not look great, but they sell the lights out. Jordan never lost a slam dunk competition. No. Yeah, no, he didn't. He beat he Dominique. Couldn't. He beat Spud. If he did, his he legacy Pied. would have been torn on his shoes. Oh, yeah, you have a good point there. Yeah. You you can't lose in this game. I don't think LeBron would lose, though. Dude, his dunk package is ridiculous. That's why Zion didn't join this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think he will, though. I think Zion If you're will. brand building to the billions like these guys do now, you can't put yourself in peril you know that you over ego yes you can't you can't put yourself in a position where you're maybe gonna come second but you know what i would do right what's 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 dope uh there's a podcast called knuckleheads with uh darius miles and quentin richardson Mm -hmm. and um they talk about they they get the players to talk about these kind of things the one-on-ones that they had in practice and stuff mm-hmm. and um jr smith was the, their guest mm-hmm. and they're asking jr smith about one-on-ones he's had and he was like oh i beat everybody in one-on-one nobody beats me in one-on-one because jr smith is a super scorer yeah. he just can't fit into a team so game scrappy. right yeah, yeah yeah so they've had some really dope conversations kevin durant talks about playing one-on-one with a lot of guys and and smacking them mm-hmm. but katie's yeah. katie's unreal right well mm-hmm. katie just kind of like has these long arms. He's unfair. He's unfair. Are his shoes all right? His shoes are the same as LeBron's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the same. same I mean, Very mediocre reaction. Yes. What do you guys think of KD? What do I think of him? It's crazy. As a player? Yeah. It's all around. Uh, he's probably top three most skilled guys in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't like the barrage of super players coming to this team yeah. i think it's silly it, I, I think it looks silly on the court yeah. when you got kd Kyrie, james harden lamarcus aldridge blake griffin mm-hmm. and they're all gonna on lose. the floor at the same time uh, i mean because kd wants to create a legacy he's won two chips mm-hmm. he's obviously one of the best players in the world but i think if you're going to create a legacy you gotta kind of do what lebron did and win with a team that didn't really have a chance to win true you know because lebron Beat the, the Warriors when Kyrie was injured, Kevin Love was injured. He kind of did it by himself. He did. Mm-hmm. In an outrageous statistical way. He did. Yeah. MJ has done the same thing. Olajuwon did the same thing when he tore through the Eastern Conference and murdered Shaq in the finals. Because yeah. his numbers were ungodly. He, he single-handedly propelled yeah. the team. Yeah. And KD hasn't had to do that yet. He had Steph and Clay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right? So he's great. He's great. No diminishing what he's done. You know, it's too easy for That's Katie. what it is. It's way too easy. He's he's too he has that natural basketball body with talent that you can't lose. But if you're KD, if you're KD, yeah. Do you say no to playing with Kyrie and James Harden? Like is is that a, is that that's just silly to say no? Or maybe it was given to him. Oh, it was for sure. Yeah. They they were able to design it. Like they they've been building it, but if you had the opportunity to play with these two fucking supersides, are you going to say no? It'd be silly. You know what's funny, though? I don't... This this whole year, ever since James Harden got into the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. they haven't really been playing together. No. All three of them. No. Mm-hmm. There's always an excuse of mm-hmm. why one of them can't go in. And one I'm telling injured. you, dude, they won't play together a lot. 
Because the, the Kyrie and KD are baggage as far as injuries go. They're always or, hurt. Or, or the NBA is setting it up that way so that the other teams don't say anything because... <laughs> it'd be too, too easy. It, yeah, it'll be too easy. It, it's either, <laughs> it's either uh, Kyrie or James Harden playing yeah. or... They have it all right. James Harden is injured now. Injured. Yeah. So now KD and Kyrie is in. And then, you know what I mean? They have it all been running so together. So not all three of them has been together nah. together since James Harden joined. So it's it's more of like a conspiracy theory in my opinion. Right. Uh, can I tell you guys really the truth? Oh, he's going to ruin he's going to ruin organized sports <laughs> for us right now. Listen. In 1993. Oh, when was the dream team? With Magic? 92. 92, 92 right? Yeah. yeah. 1993, when they returned from uh, Barcelona, Barcelona mm-hmm. after winning the gold. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal, Magic Johnson. Uh, Magic wasn't in the league, I don't think, at that time. Mm-hmm. No, he was not. He was, he was going through his personal HIV. health issues. Yeah. issues. But he got back, and Magic threw a big-ass party at his house <laughs> for the entire Dream Team. Mm-hmm. Had everyone over. And special guest performer that night was... Take a guess. Who's hot in 93? Hottest rapper. Oh, rapper. 92, 93. Oh, this would be easy. Jigga? Jigga? Easy Dre. No, Jay-Z was, Jay-Z was popping 94, 95. All right. So anyways, Jay-Z played the party. Huh. Hmm. And that's when they met they became friends. Jay-Z Magic. Yeah, Jay-Z Magic. And over the years, they had stayed friends. And they'd done a lot of different business power businesses together. Mm-hmm. Kick, your head about, kick ahead about 25 years. Uh, you see that video of Jay Z sitting with the commissioner in um, in football, the NFL, yeah, NFL, NFL yeah. trying to get in. Jay Z part of the ownership group yeah. in mm-hmm. New Jersey. You know, Jay Z's really getting into sports mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he's got a couple good friends in the industry who've been able to give him a little bit of uh, guidance. Mm-hmm. Well, he owned a sports agency at yeah. one point too, right? Yeah. Rock Nation yeah, he was had really had close athletes. friends with yeah. Magic yeah. Johnson, and he was one of LeBron's first mentors when LeBron got in the league. Right? He connected LeBron to Warren Buffett. So they knew what they needed to do. They needed to create one of the oldest tricks in the book. They needed to recreate Biggie versus Tupac. They needed to recreate East versus West. And Jay-Z's like, this is what they do. It worked in rap. We're going to make it work in sports. So Jay-Z with the Nets, Magic with the Lakers. We're going to build two super teams. And we're going to make sure that when they meet in the playoffs, the NBA is going to fucking cash in. Because you have the entire nation covered with those It'd be big. Teams. It'd be big. So what and if the Nets the lose? It's what they want. What but if Philadelphia stomps on the Nets? They've been worried about that because Giannis is so good. And they no, such a, forget Giannis, right? man. Joel Embiid. And Joel Embiid. Stomping and Philly, on them. Right? Yeah. If Philly gets through, which they won't. Sorry. They won't. Because this is all set. <laughs> this, is, this, this is all don't, set don't, up. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. This is all set up for us. Don't buy it. If you don't believe that this isn't for a reason... <laughs> then, you know, you haven't been paying attention for 30 years. This was just one gentleman who wanted to play baseball. Didn't even want to play basketball. <laughs> got forced into it. It's what happened. Got, I guess I'll play this. It's good. Mm. I can't make it on the baseball team. I yeah. guess I'll go play. And now he's a multi-billionaire. It's been made this way, right? So everything else is being made for us. It will be the Nets versus the Lakers in the finals. And it will be LeBron winning it because LeBron's the poster boy. Until LeBron's gone, LeBron's the king. And you know what's going to happen with the black team in the East against the gold team in the West? Think about that. 
the light versus the dark, right? And think about this. Think about the perfect story. Okay, LeBron James, he's trying to be an actor. But what's more real than a real life story? So why don't we be the guy, the hero that is injured? Oh, I got injured. I had my sidekick with me. Both him and I are going to carry the rest of these fucking goobers to the final. We're going to drag them kicking and fucking screaming. Come on, guys. Be all shiny. It's all... We're golden. We're golden. Versus the super black team in the East. All these superstars coming to the fucking New Jersey... To Brooklyn. We're going where Biggie's from. From Brooklyn. (laughs) Right? Going to go sit with Jay-Z and sit in New York City. Trust me, dude. And, and oh, we're all these guys. Come on, Blake Griffin. Come on over. Oh, that wasn't set up. LaMarcus. Come on, LaMarcus. Oh, that wasn't set up. That was all set up. Get all these guys. And LeBron's like, yeah, all right. Because LeBron doesn't care because he knows where the story goes. <laughs> he knows it. Mm-hmm. He's part of it. This isn't sports. This is entertainment. Mm -hmm. Jordan played his entire career to make you sit down and read a 500-page book about the shit you saw. That is the genius of this all, dude, what we have to pay attention to. That's why, in the end, when this is all said and done, and we've become old and we've hit fucking Prince Philip age. Oh, please Right when we sit there and we go, what have I learned in my life? <laughs> well, I've learned that you know on April thirteenth uh, every year I celebrate fucking Kobe Bryant's sixty point game. I do it every fucking year. I didn't know that Brendan Hayward was fucking was guarding <laughs> Gordon, him. Gordon. Right, whatever, whatever. <laughs> right, I know this. Right, these are the things that we collect for our own beings and for our own self. And when we die, they die with us. But those people that go in the bush. And sit there and don't eat or drink for a whole motherfucking year and just sit and meditate and have people follow them and hover off the ground. Those are the people that get to experience the next life. I, so enjoy the stuff we have. Basically, what I'm saying is enjoy the shit that we're given because it's there for a reason. I think, I think what after all of, of our this, life. what I've come to take from you in this episode is that in the immortal words of Freddie Mercury, Nothing really matters <laughs> to me. Beautiful shoes, brother. Thank you for coming in here. Thank you. Hi, Freddy. Elite AC DJ. Yes, Darren Fate. Heat Vault. Yeah, it's going to be fun there. Now I'm sad. What? You're sad? <laughs> what are you sad? What are you, you, sad? you kind of wrapped it up in a very negative note. Did I? Yeah. How? Because you basically said nothing matters. No, you said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> that's that's the impression I got off the whole episode. Okay, well we'll do it after. Nothing, we'll do nothing it after. matters to okay, Mike. Really quick, really quick. Right? Well, you didn't you you didn't ask him a talk. Right? Oh, we kind of took over. One episode. question: <laughs> Top three basketball players all time. Oh, top three. Eh? If you were making, you didn't even you know, ask him music. let me rephrase the question. You didn't even ask him music one. I thought you we didn't go to music at all. Um, let me rephrase the question: If you were making a team. For your like a three on three basketball tournament, you're picking three players. Who are you picking? That's a good one. Iverson, Garnett, Ooh. and fuck someone, someone. Jordan. Damn. Why not? Why not? Ass kicking. 
and, and we actually do have I a question. People that we leave Jordan out of it, right? I'd be like Jordan, and, Kobe, and afterthought. Um, and one Shaq, question we Jordan have to ask, which we yeah. didn't ask: If you you believe in an after- afterlife, yeah. It's interesting because the first day of Ramadan. That's why I actually had to run because I broke my fast with a fucking coffee. Oh, no. And I, I didn't go to the bathroom since, so it oh, fucking geez. ran through me. But anyways. Um, yeah, we didn't even ask you that. You guys just picked on me, basically. Yeah. So, so you're, you're a music fan. Yes. If there's an afterlife and you're going to an afterlife and you can only take three artists' catalog with you, their whole catalog, which three artists are you taking with you? Michael Jackson. Nice. Nice. Oh, Repeat man. offender. <laughs> That's a good question. Tupac. Nice, nice. Tupac. I'd say Kanye. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a new one. That's different. We've had people say Michael. We've had yeah. people say Pac, but Kanye is a new one. Kanye. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's like you guys. Yeah, Outside he's... the box. <laughs> and he set the tone with his Yeezys. Yeah, yeah he did. Breaking the bank on those yeah. motherfucking shoes. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. It's dope. Yeah, it's good. Good. I, I, I'm. I'm not. I'm going to leave it on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> I left on a positive note. I praise y'all. Yeah. Peace. Thanks. Bam. <laughs>